Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Uh, okay. I think we should start. Yep. <clears throat> Alright. Did we start? Here we go. Alright. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. We got Andy. Hey, now. And George. Hello. Hey, all right. This is episode 218, Virus. Game on. Question mark? <laughs> Specifically, question mark. But, yeah, let's, uh, let's catch up with everyone's week. Who'd like to go first? I would like to go first. Yes. Go first. <laughs> I did absolutely nothing hobby related, but there is a little asterisk next to that. I did clean out my shed on Saturday after I worked mm-hmm. uh, Saturday morning, and uh, that was like going to the gym, man. I uh, moving stuff around like crazy, <laughs> pick things up, put things down. <laughs> Basically, yeah, yanked out my snowblower uh, and just moved stuff around, moved my saw table into the back corner. I drove a railroad spike into the two by four and hung my Jeep rear seat off of it, which took all about 20 minutes. By the time I was done, I felt like I was in like an astronaut costume or, or, uh, <laughs> you know, astronaut uniform for like an hour. Cause I was just soaking wet. I was like, Oh man, that was a workout. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was I went through a lot of stuff. It was cool. I started cleaning out the garage, which was awesome, man. I'm, I'm using my time, you know, under quote unquote quarantine or lockdown or whatever you want to call it. Uh, you know, wisely just getting rid of a lot of stuff. I had a lot of uh, old boxes, like had all my oxy helicopter boxes. Like, I don't know why I was keeping those and just empty boxes. Like, why am I keeping these? Yeah. Just got rid of them mm-hmm. and then got up Sunday and thought I was going to have a, a good day of doing whatever I wanted to. Um, and went downstairs and found a pipe broken in my, uh, in my crawl space. Oof. So yeah. Damn. So. <laughs> I bailed water. Now here's workout number two. I'm, I'm hauling water around like, you know, uh, I don't know, like an old kung fu episode, you know, just <laughs> taking buckets full of water. But like, like two buckets at each, two buckets like one in each, each hand. hand. Yeah, dude. And I must have did, I don't know, if, if each bucket held a gallon, I must have moved like 300 gallons of water easily. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was, it was just all in this one pool Damn. in the basement and, uh, in the oh, crawl space. That sucks. Yeah. Wait, so, so how'd you even know it broke? What I was going down there to look for was my long-term food that I bought a while back, which oh. is okay. Everybody can relax. Oh, okay, good. So my food is good. But, uh, <laughs> you know, when I opened it up, I'm like, son of a bitch. I mean, and that's that. I, it, it surprised me, but it didn't really surprise me because that had happened before. And uh, okay. just something I got to take care of. Like, up where I, I don't have city water. I have well water. And it's yeah. really hard on the pipes up here. And I don't have a softener. I mean, my house is... So freaking small. I don't, have, I don't have room for any of that stuff. So, uh, I do have a filter though, which I changed, but, uh, luckily, thank God I had everything I needed. Like I needed two nineties and a union and something else, a T. Like I just mm-hmm. had all, he the had stuff. all it. Yeah. Nice. Kind Plus, of pop and it was half inch pipe. pipe. Yeah. Copper pipe. Copper. Yeah. And I hate. I can't stand plumbing. Dude. Might as well just plan on replacing all that one of these days. Cause yeah, well, I did when I moved into the house. <laughs> when I moved in, I did replace it, man. But when I moved into the house, I could put my finger through pipes. It was like literally yeah. that bad. I got rid of a lot of stuff. 
Mm. So I, I love did that. Copper. Got back to wear out. Yeah. All right. So I did that. Got it back together, and uh, I really didn't do. I'm trying to think, I didn't even sim or anything. I was thinking, you know, we should get together and do some simming with all this, you know, downtime. Yeah, we should. Yeah, right. Uh, I was thinking that, but I didn't. But... I didn't didn't do anything on my thoughts. <laughs> yeah. But that's about it. Unless I think of something else, I did. I don't. I don't know. I'm just moving <laughs> stuff around. And that was all I did, man. Who's next? Pick things up, put things down. Yep. I can go next. So I flew on Sunday. So before that, I got that uh, Flex Innovation plane all ready to go. So it's the uh, QQX300 uh, G2. Guess it's yeah. Gen 2. Um, so on Sunday, the first thing I did is pull that out of the truck and get a battery charged and got it all set up and did the final setup at the field. You know, got the the radio binded. I did all the radio setup already, but I didn't get a chance. I only had one satellite, so when I got to the field, Mike hooked me up with uh, another set. So I got two satellites on there, and then we got it all programmed up. And then we did some mechanical adjustments because I didn't center anything when I just (laughs) – I was just like, let me just put the links on, right? You know? Mm -hmm. Um, So we had to recenter all the the elevator and the the rudder. Um, And then Maiden. And the wind was coming from one direction, and I'm just like, ah, I'm just going to gut it and take off in bank one, which is um, low rates, no gyro. Do want to mention, I didn't adjust anything from the Aura 8. Whatever was stock, I just kind of said, let's see where we're at and then go from there. Yeah, so the Maiden was pretty, you know, uneventful. It flew. It needs some trim. I need a lot of up elevator. Set that up. Got it. Got that trimmed out. Flew it a little bit. And then before I knew it, it was like... My timer was going off at three minutes and 30 seconds. So that's something unusual for me. I just feel like airplanes fly longer. <laughs> so I'm used to it like oh, well, you know, five minutes, just a 2200 3S, you know, just the default, what they yeah. recommend yeah. Um, putting in there. So I, I, that's what I got. You it's actually a four and a half out of it, I think. Probably. I didn't even check this the voltage. I was just like, my main focus is getting it trimmed out, getting it flying, yeah, sure. you know, get used to like the, the takeoff, really the landing airspeed I need, right? Um, mm-hmm. Try to get the landing down. So the maiden was good. Um, it was, I think it's still a little nose heavy, which is fine. Um, but, you know, when I do like that up angle and switch 45, it, it just, the nose drops. Um some people tell me that is a good way of telling the CG. Some people say that's a good way of telling trim. I don't know. You do it uh, inverted? Yeah, inverted. Yeah. So yeah. Four, 45 degree inverted and yeah, see where it goes. That's a good goes. way to do. But you have to have it trimmed. Yeah. So that it's flying straight and level at like half to three quarter throttle. If yeah. it trims way off, then that doesn't really tell you much. Yeah, I mean, I did it trimmed out, at least trimmed the best I can tell. It was pretty gusty wind that day, so it kind of blew the model around a little. Um, I'm going to do a full review on it, but so oh, I'll okay. kind of see some of that stuff. I was just about that. to ask you if you want to do like a little quick review of what you thought, but you're going to do a full write up. <clears> yeah, cool. yeah, I already started a write up. I already, I, because I was building it in my family room where my laptop, my home office is. Yeah. I like started a document that night and I started nice. like my thoughts on the build or the, you know, first impressions yeah. and stuff like that. So I got it really fresh out of my mind, um, right onto the paper. So, but yeah, we'll do a full review, but, uh, yeah, just to kind of go over the setup, this is a stock air 
you know, airplane with the two DSMX satellites um, and a Pulse 2250 50C 3S battery. Um, and that's all it was. So, uh, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I got three flights on it. Um, nice. I started messing around with some of that 3D mode and stuff. And um, like the Bank 2 to me is like a useless mode. It's like, you know, the, so let me go over the banks real quick just to kind of so people know what I'm talking about. The Bank 1 is it's low rates with no gyro. Bank 2 was uh, low rates with little gyro or some gyro on it. And then you have your bank three, which is full 3D, full rates, 120 um, on the sub trims. Like, you know, I mean, the endpoints, like full rates as they can go. And that, and uh, also the gyros pretty on, I would say. It's definitely not as much as the other, like, um, Horizon Hobby planes, like a Visionaire, right? Um, that, like, when you move the tail, it really, like, tries to fight back. This one, it does fight back, but it didn't seem like. You know, I'm just saying on the ground statically when you move and wag yeah. the things. It right. it doesn't like add so much opposite throw. Like it's not the like the rates are like the the gain is there, but the rate isn't there for the throw of like how much to compensate. It, it, at least that's what it seemed to me, at least right. you know, my impressions. Right. Um but flying it it just fe- it felt fine. I didn't get any crazy tail wag it, you know, when I'm full throttling it and you know, rolling and stuff like that. Nice. So I thought that that was pretty good. Um the way it is um one thing i'm gonna mention actually no i'm gonna save it for the review because i'm gonna save it for the review but uh beyond that i flew the uh gasser gasser is definitely creeping up you know i, I love it it's so cheap to fly um your gas is and, creeping up yeah you know it, it <laughs> hot air rises right so <laughs> uh <laughs> surprised we aren't all floating away then i know i know <laughs> uh let's see uh, so yeah, had fun doing. I, I didn't take a lot of flights on the helicopters. I, I think I only did one on the electric on the Black Thunder, and then two on the Gasser. And that was kind of my day. Um, I did leave early because I wanted. I had to go drive down to Exit Four on the uh, Turnpike. So basically, Camden, f- closer to Camden Philly area, I guess. Right. Cherry Hill. Cherry Hill, yeah. Cherry Hill exit, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> and I met up with. Um, uh, one of the guys down there, and I picked up uh, another Blade 450X Combat. Nice, edition. dude. Yeah. Nice. Um, it was actually kind of a package deal. Like I, I wanted the scale fuse slot, so I also picked up a scale fuse. Um, I saw it on Facebook, and it was like a little 450 size um, an Augusto MH68A Stingray. It's uh, with the Coast Guard theme. And it was like a little 450 size. I was like, oh, you know, that'd be cool to have something. I can like maybe throw my like oxy four into or something, and and then fly it with like Kevin and his you know MD five hundred scale bird right like gets a couple of scale birds in there in that size and I've always I don't know about you Kevin but ever since Motion came out with that four fifty size I've been wanting one yeah but you know it's like I didn't want to spend a lot of money you know like this the scale fuselage and the blade four fifty X and parts and three like zippy pack batteries or whatever like. It, you know, it was less than a couple hundred bucks, so it's like <laughs> I I couldn't say no to that. I thought, you know. Yeah, I do like the uh, Huey that they have. I've always wanted to get one. You know, it's yeah, set up for the army. You know, so yeah, it's, right. Be pretty cool I've to got get that. One of them. Yeah, so for fifty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, so f- I figured let me f- at the price point, let me give it a shot. You know, let's get let's build another scale bird. Um, because the last one I bought was all ready to go. I didn't build anything, so. 
So this will be a nice, fun thing to do in the hobby to uh, see if I could retrofit uh, an Oxy-4 into yeah. that fuselage. That was my cool. plan, man. That'd be cool to do that, dude. Yeah. And this fuselage, I like it because it has retracts. Even though they're just servo-driven, because, I mean, it's small. Who cares? I think it'll work fine. Um, but, like, it has retracts. It has some LEDs in there. And I like the way that the whole front nose comes off because the 109 that I had, the 700 size, like you had to take the whole head off to take the top portion off to get inside to the mechanics. And yeah. it's a real pain in the butt. Yeah. Um, setting up like your head and everything because you can't really get in there. And to do it with it off, you then you have to like take it all apart, yeah. put it back on. Yeah. You know, you have to take the head off, open it up, and then put the head back on, set yes. it up, right. take it back off. Yes. It was so annoying. So I was like, you know, when when so when I had a, a buyer, you know, for that heli, I was like, yeah, go for it, you know, it's yours. Um, but yeah, so this this one's neat. The whole front nose pulls off, so you get right in there, no problems. Uh, so I'm excited to get this uh, heli going. It's all your fault, George. <laughs> <laughs> I want to try those 3D printed fuselages, man. I gotta I gotta see if I can get yeah. one of those. I keep forgetting yeah, to download cool. it. Nice. And I still have uh, uh, I still have some 450 parts laying around, or like you said, use the Oxy Four. Yeah, for sure. I think it'd be great. I mean, such a solid air for um, you know, yeah. helicopter. Yeah. Then to go into Scalebird, and I don't think I have any problems lifting up the extra weight or anything. I think it's more than enough power. Yeah. Oh, I do want um, if you have that four bladed head, what is what is the the uh, does anyone know? I'm George probably know. MH68. Does that have a a multi-blade head? Like, is it more than two? MH58. 68A, like the... It's, it looks like an Augusta 109, but it's a Coast Guard theme. Military. It, it, it's a four-blade. It's a four-blade. So you have that yeah. four-bladed head that Mike gave you, Kevin? Yeah, I do. Somewhere. Yep. Ooh, maybe dig it out. Uh, maybe see if I can maybe get that on there and see what that looks like. But that won't fit the Oxy-4. You'd have to use... Well, you said it's 450 you got, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, it'll fit that. Yeah, so it's you a three twenty five blade, you know. You got a, you got an align to go with it though, did you say? No, I have an oxy, but I'm gonna see okay. if I can get it to retrofit it. Because it's definitely made for an align, I think. You know, most of those yeah. fifty sizes are for. So it'll be interesting, you know. I mean I have a three D printer, I do some woodworking, I can figure out some blocks and stuff to make it fit. At least, I, should, at least I, that's a hope. <laughs> should be pretty easy. It's a straight boom. Yeah, straight boom and no boom support. So, like, it'll fly the way it is without boom support. So, I think it'll, you know, yeah. won't be a problem being in the scale fuselage at that point. It'll actually make it probably even more rigid. But are you talking about putting the four the Oxy-4 in there? Yeah. And using this head, you don't think that'll be, that'll work? Well, unless the diameter of the of the main shaft is different. Yeah, I mean, as long as the main shaft fits. Yeah, I'd have to check that. You know? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the whole part of, uh, you know, I was trying to fit, like, scale builds. Like, everything's an unknown until you get things and try to fit it, right? So you, yeah. You'd we'll be surprised what works. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So we'll see. Give it a shot. Doesn't hurt. Yeah. Um. Cool. Uh, Andy or George, who wants to go next? I, I can go. go. <laughs> I knew that's gonna happen. Everyone waited. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't too. Go ahead, George. What you been up uh, to? Well, let's see. I got together with John Ellis this week and did a bunch of trail uh, trading on scale stuff, and uh, ended up with a 
whole bunch of different stuff. Uh, Ro- oh yeah, Ro- yeah, Roban UH1N, that gray one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that thing is really nice. Yeah, and Todd's Todd's old 550 stretch to 600. Okay, that's a sweet flying heli. I just bound it to my radio and changed a few things in the brain configuration, and I mean it flew <clears throat> fantastic. Nice. And a, uh, what else? I got that little Cobra, that 500 size Cobra back from me. Okay. And I traded him, I traded him some of my Vario stuff. But, uh, did that. And then let's see. Got actually a couple of those helicopters set up and flew them. Been working on, uh, jumping around really. I finished up a few things. Big, uh, Roban. Uh, 429 finished it. Finished the uh, Stars and Stripes uh, AL206. Mm-hmm. That's a really, really nice looking helicopter. And working on a, another one of the MD500 type deals, 500, uh, 700 size, but it's got a lot of 3D printed parts to make it a uh, AH6I. It's an experimental. One built by Boeing. It'll be a yeah. desert tan color. Been doing a lot of oh, work nice. on it lately. Just fabrication type stuff. <laughs> How many MD500 base <laughs> tailies do you have? I don't know. I really don't. Or less than a dozen. I would say right around a dozen. <laughs> yeah, probably up to at least a dozen. <laughs> probably around 10. It's got all sizes too. Little bitty ones up to big ones. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I like the egg. Yeah. Pretty cool looking heli. Mm-hmm. And let's see. Then um, printed off a bunch of uh, 3D parts for uh, the old U- UE UH-1 with the, the missiles and guns on the side of it. Yeah. Using, using some different uh, some different uh, PLA to get a smoother finish on it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, working on that. That takes a while. And then my my little buddy Spanky, you know, my sidekick, anybody that's been to any of our events or Joe Nall or Nall in the fall or any of those things, they met my little dog Spanky. Nice. <clears throat> he uh, had some tumors on him, had oh, to no. take take him and have him taken off. They, thank goodness they were benign, just little fatty tumors. Uh, oh, yeah. He's about okay. eight years old and he's he's still really, really active. He's mm-hmm. he's a sharp little dog. He's uh Smarter than a lot of people I know. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, he's doing good. He's he's uh, been laying on the couch next to me for about the last twenty four hours. Nice. But, uh, You've been on the yeah, couch for twenty four hours. Pretty much since I brought him back from the doctor yesterday. Wow. I, I just came out in the hangar about I don't know an hour I guess before we started recording or before we started working. On recording, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, oh, and uh, I picked up a nitro heli. What? Which one? The six? It's it's a little bit old school for you guys, but it's a kind of a line six hundred in. Yeah, it's really nice. It's got all the the uh, you know the nice alloy head and tail and stuff on it. Is it the um, the silver frames? Or black carbon? Black carbon. 
Nice. But awesome. uh, yeah, it's really nice. I got it. Uh, I got it from uh, Lance Odom. He nice. built it. Really, really nice looking. I don't know what I'll ever do with it. Yeah, I was gonna you say, know. what are you gonna put it in? You should put it in yeah. something. The, the, the torque, the torque two back looks really good. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I might ought to John, do that. John can help you out. Put uh, an icon yeah. in it and get it set up and yeah. Fire it. Put a Kickstarter on it. Nice. <laughs> Start like a poster or something. And uh, that's it. All right. Awesome. Andy? Cool. Uh, well, I've got something that I forgot to mention last week. A friend of a friend, which is uh, in Knoxville, which also a listener of the show, sent me a Jetty 130-amp uh, high-voltage ESC. Nice. Because he didn't need it anymore. He's like, hey, can you use this? I was like, I'm, I mean, I don't need it but i guess it's like well it's yours is it it's a like, mezzanine or whatever yeah mezzanine. Like, well, how much it's like nothing just wow. send it to you it's like well damn dude well let me know how much shipping is he's like no nah, don't worry about it damn you made wow. it big time now yeah yeah huge huge thanks to david smith yeah that's awesome, yeah he had switched out i think he got a a v control and I forgot watch ESC, but he'd got away from the JD stuff. So mm-hmm. give me that, which I've never actually used, used one before. So I'm yeah. kind of interested. I don't think they're exactly best suited for helicopters, but I mean, it should work. I might, or I could put it in an airplane, but the cool thing about it is it integrates like natively with the JD. So right. all the programming and telemetry and all that crap you get. Nice. So anyway, it's, it's something cool to play with. So thank it's you, cool. David. I tell you, David's an awesome dude. He, uh, he's the one I got the, uh, 429 from. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Great yeah I've guy. never actually met him. He's friends with Ray, Ray Bacon down in Knoxville mm-hmm. and he kind of hooked, hooked it up. So I'm, interested to play with that a little bit later i mean nice i yeah. told him I, I mean i don't really need it but shoot i'll use it i'll put mm-hmm. it in a i might put it in my airplane actually try yeah. it out with that um and i also received my buffer packs i got oh, from yeah. aeropant the new i don't know what they're calling them first or something yeah the company's name is first the company mm-hmm. but so, got those really quickly. I have mine yeah. right in front of me. Awesome. Mine is in the garage, yeah. But I have I think Arrow Panda got them on a, like a Friday and shipped them all out on a Monday or something. Awesome. Yeah. So, big thanks to Manny and Danny yep. down at Arrow Panda for shipping those out so quickly. Yeah, and getting these. I'm pretty sure they were involved in the sourcing of this. Yeah, I made, think so. they were main. <laughs> involved <laughs> yeah yeah i don't I mean, know that but least, i'm pretty right. sure they were working hard to yes get these made because everybody Good. wanted them so bad everybody wanted and every and every person that i know that wanted them had waste that they wanted it you know yes. so it's mm-hmm. it's not a it's no surprise you know yep so awesome well, i mean there's they're, they're just such a good unit they yeah you just put them on your heli and you don't ever have to worry about it or think ever. about it 
yeah. Great backups. Yeah, I, need, I, need, I need to get some of them. Yeah. I mean, I, I know they, they help with the, the ripple current and buffer mm-hmm. and all that crap, yeah. but I don't really give a shit about that. I just want it as a backup in case right. something fails. You know, yeah, for wire sure. Comes unplugged, BC fails, ESC fails, battery falls out of the heli, any of those things, and it can save your helicopter enough time to auto it down or whatever. So pretty excited about those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Don't be an idiot like me. Don't be like, ah, be... I'll do it later. <laughs> Don't pull a Steve. Yeah, don't pull a Steve. Be like, I'll just do it later. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this might not be a later. Oh, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> so, and drum roll. Dun, 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 dun. I've <laughs> swapped opinion on the whiplash. Oh Woo! my god! We yeah. have a free fall. Believe it or not, section and put that. In. <laughs> Believe it or not, I wow. took a picture and sent it to. Yeah. I guess I sent it to all you guys. I was like, "You'll never believe me." <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there you. is there is a caveat to this story. It's I'm not there. actually reassembled yet. Uh, right. I got everything ready uh, before the show, and then I can't find the pinion. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> So I mean, I, it's I here. I just here. couldn't find it, and I, I ran out of time messing with it. I can hear Steve Wattenberg's keyboard going right now, <laughs> dude. Uh, oh, shit. Why? Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm so disorganized, freaking mess that I'm yeah. sure I put it in a safe place somewhere. Like, yeah, I'll put this here so I'll I'll remember where I put it, and now I can't find it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kind of the way it goes. If I just left it sitting on a counter somewhere. Oh, you'd be fine. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. You'd look over and be like, there it is. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's under all this other shit. But anyway, I'll probably get that put back together tomorrow. And hopefully it's going to quit raining later this week. So I can get out mm. and test that out. And see how she pulls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let us know. I'm curious to curious to hear, you know, how's it? Uh, what's the difference? Yeah. In- I was okay. looking this thing over. I'm, I'm, I know you ordered some stuff to put your gasser on the diet. Mm-hmm. I'm seriously considering that as well. You should. I would. Why not? Yeah. He's, um, Dennis, Blackout yeah. Mods, has got some really cool stuff now. Uh, that lightweight velocity stack and that 3D printed engine fan cover. Yep. And I need to change my pop out to the, Yep, the, the M Studio pop. So much lighter. I probably yeah. shed quite a bit of weight if I. Just I think so. Did three things. Half a pound. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, and I, I forgot to put that in my update. Um, I actually got the sorry we missed you. So there's signature required on that package from Greece. So oh, it's yeah. um, so it came in. It's it's waiting at my post office. I'll go pick it up. Okay, tomorrow. cool. Yeah. So I'll report back, but I definitely think for 50 bucks or 50 yeah. euros or whatever it is, it's really worth it. I mean, yes, you can probably figure out a 3D model and do it yourself for way cheaper, but I mean, you, he does good can, stuff. It take a long time to model it because it's yeah. curved. It's, it's very complicated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'd rather, you know what, he put the time and effort into it. He gets paid that extra bit. I'm yeah. okay with that. So awesome. 
Um, have you seen that full filter he's making? Yeah. Kind of for the Glogo conversion, but mm-hmm. I think it'll fit on any. Them. Yeah, it'll work on any of them. Yeah, because it has a built-in velocity stack. Yep. And then it has like that cage and whatever, and then a foam insert. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm interested in seeing like like airplanes don't run filters, right? Helicopters run filters because we take off on the ground, and uh, you know that can suck in a lot of dirt, right? When when you got that downdraft from the blades, but you know once you're in the air, you're pretty much clean air, anyways, right? For the most part. So like, why have a heavy filter? Could I just take a rubber band and a lost like a piece of foam? Well, well, I'll tell you (laughs) what I'm using now. I'm using the Doug Darby special. I gotta see what that is. Piece of that foam Uh just wrapped around the velocity stack with a cap on it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, can I just do that? Because if I could just take a, you know, it's it's considerable weight difference. Yeah. Either do that or get the the miniature aircraft filter, which I have one of those too. It's quite a bit lighter. Yeah. Way it's made it. It's kind of like a K and N filter you put on your car. Yeah, like a paper filter. Uh-huh. Yeah, and you oil it with the. But isn't the the, the gas power helicopter carries the same thing? Yes, it, it has those. Yeah, so that's but the one the, I have the on TGN it. The TGN one that comes stock on your engine with that big heavy vo- aluminum velocity stack. Oh, the, yeah. Well, that that's I do have that filter. Mm-hmm. All that stuff weighs considerable. So right now, I still have the velocity stack, but I got mm-hmm. rid of the rubber. TGN filter, and I'm just yeah. using a piece of foam. And yeah, and that's the, I think that's what I might try just to kind of you know see what I can shave yeah. off of it. It seems yeah. to work. I mean, I talked to Doug about it. He's mm-hmm. been using it forever, and yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah. Uh, I think if I put that and get the plastic velocity stack, oh boy, yeah, you know, I, yeah, I could probably shed a half a pound off this thing with all yeah. this stuff. So. <clears throat> Still retain your generator and stuff, which is great, you know? Yeah. So. Well, it would offset the weight of all that generator. Yeah. So I'll True. leave all that stuff. Leave it on there, but I could still shed some weight. It'd probably mm-hmm. be worth it. Yeah, so for sure. That might be uh, a project for later. Yeah. The way you're knocking these projects out, dude. I'm telling you. Yeah, I, I finished half of a project this week. You're freaking I'm rolling. really killing it. You are. Nice. There's some good coming out of this stay home <laughs> policy. The thing is, nothothing's changed for him. Business as usual here because yeah. um, I don't see anyone anyway. Isn't that, isn't that too funny though? Like the whole mindset of my wife had changed because she couldn't go anywhere. I'm like, well, what do you do anyway? You kind of <laughs> sit on the couch anyways and play your game yeah. and relax most of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But now you can't go. Well, and she probably she can't do her bingo and stuff like those yeah, things. She can't do that. She can't go shopping. She can't go see yeah. her boyfriend. So she's a little yeah, pissed exactly. off. <laughs> Plus, yeah. She's stuck with you the whole time. Plus, she's hanging out with me the whole time. I mean, that does balance things out because hanging out with me is priceless. <laughs> that's the way of saying it. <laughs> yes. So, well, anyway, that's all I've been into. Speaking of that, let's roll into the the topic, main topic. Yeah. So virus game on, I guess. Uh, so the current state of our hobby, huh? What do you guys think of COVID nineteen and the effects that it's having on our hobby? Wait a minute, what are you talking about? What's this whole COVID nineteen? Is that a new fly barless system? 
Yeah, the man. It's, it's, yeah, it's a uh, it's a variation of the SARS Flybaros unit. Um, <laughs> it's it's real good, but you know this is the nineteenth version, so that's why this one's far superior and harder to uh, you know mess right, up. Well, I'm gonna be fired out of a cannon, and first thing I'm gonna say is. Isn't this like every two years China tries to kill the world for some reason? Like what? What the hell? What's going on? I, I think it's the pharmaceutical companies trying to kill the world. I think it's I think China. they're trying to. I think, well, maybe, maybe a Chinese pharmaceutical company. <laughs> could be. Yeah, same <laughs> I thing think it's a. Said. I think you know. I think they're trying to make the next gen vaccine or some shit, and something went wrong, and someone got sick, and then he well, left no. work and went to the next job. I mean. To the next place and got other people sick. Well, they said it's definitely stemmed from eating bats, dude. It definitely from comes from that. bats? From bats, yeah. The whole virus. You're not seeing the pictures? Yes, yeah, nah. it definitely comes from from bat soup and everything that goes on in Wuhan up there. Ooh. Plus, I I don't know if I said this before, but bats? they had their Chinese New Year. Uh, yeah, I was going to say it's a bit of a perfect storm scenario like right, alpha yeah. was telling us all the people leave the city yeah. and go to wuhan right to visit their family and then then can't come this back. virus <laughs> that's been in bats and lots of other things uh transferred over to humans and then a few of them got sick and then they carried it all back to the city so it's one of those you know how they say it, every disaster, it's not one thing fails. It's a yeah. cascade of several things happen. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's what this is. Yeah. Just perfect storm scenario of two or three different things happen, and then bam, here we are. And I don't know, you know, to bring it to the hobby, I don't know how it's going to affect the hobby or how it, I know how it is affecting it currently, you know, with yeah. a lot of the cancellations of bigger events. But mm-hmm. I know our club sent out an email saying, you know, maintain your distancing, uh, but the, the field is still open, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the field's still open, but I mean, our club meetings canceled, right? So right. I think um, social gatherings in general are not going to happen. Like, sure, we can go to the field, but I mean, let's As, not kid ourselves. Most fields get like, what, maybe less than 10 and, Right. Members flying at a specific day, right? So, right. you know, that kind of fits under some of the guidelines. Obviously, there's guidelines saying everyone should be quarantined and no one should be going out at all. But, you know, for the folks that but, do go out, it's, right. less, it's definitely less of a risk. Well, that's what yeah. I was going to ask you, Steve. Going out this weekend, did you feel any, uh, like I've seen a lot, I've seen police parked a lot more than usual. Uh, I, then that's only when during the day when I'm working, I didn't, I didn't go out obviously this weekend. Um, uh, but mm-hmm. when you went down to the field, did you see police or were they pulling people over or did you not even no. notice anything? Nope. I didn't notice anything. I mean, I did notice more cops on like the, you know, the usual spots, but I think that's just because there's less people out there. So they're less pulling people over and, you know, doing yeah. things right. Doing like what they're supposed to do. Um, so they're just kind of. With like, I don't know, a fifth of the car traffic now out there, right? It's yeah, maybe they're just sitting around a little bit more and and not worrying about it because less people are doing stuff. I have noticed that people are driving way faster though. Oh yeah, yep. Like I'm talking about like on 80, and people are cruising at like 85 in the middle lane, and they're getting past. Like yeah, okay, sure. 
I definitely noticed that too. People are more driving way more faster, more aggressive. Way more faster. Way yeah. Maybe they're like in a rush or just you know, and and they're in an in heightened state because of this whole obviously virus and quarantine. Gotta hurry and get home. Don't wash your hands. Yeah. It's probably just because they can for the first time ever. Well, that too, right? <laughs> the the roads being so scarce, yeah. it's like. Wide open. I mean, I I won't say I did or did not. I won't admit to you know, but I might have gone over the speed limit into three figures this weekend. Who knows? I don't know. I but what um, the top speed of that Chevrolet is. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, it's it's somewhere past a hundred. I know that because that wasn't a problem. But it's interesting, you know how how things are kind of changing in that manner. So with the fun flies, right? Like, I mean, we recently, we last week we read off a whole bunch of fun flies and then we recently found out uh, spring fling is now canceled. Right. So, yep. you know, and I was really hoping that that one was late enough in the, the season for it to not be affected by this. So I don't know. I mean, that was the end of April, right? Into May. Yeah. All right. First of I All think right. we'll know a lot more here in the next couple of weeks. Yes. And we have our we have our big spring fly in scheduled for April seventeenth, Friday, mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday. You know. So that, far um, it's still on. Is that a sanctioned advice uh event, I mean? No. Yeah, so Do you, so well let me ask you, George, how will you determine whether you need to cancel or postpone or or what? Will it just go on no matter what? I'll just go on no matter what. I mean, I, I really think by then, what is that? About three weeks now? Yeah. I think we'll have more color on it about how fast it's spreading outside these big clusters of people. And because, uh, you know, we're, we're pretty far out here in the sticks. But still, we're, you know, most of us are going to get it. And I'd say out of, all the ones that get it, most of them won't even know they've had it. So, yeah. So, I'm just mm-hmm. planning on, I mean, and it had to get bad. And, you know, we're, we're going to shut down everything. Like right now, um, we, we just went out to eat at our favorite seafood place, um, Saturday. You know, we're, we're just now in the phases of shutting down big time. I mean, the schools have been shut down, but, and our, where I work has been really locked down, but, um, most of the businesses have been open till just the last day or so, a couple of days. I mean, it's a as everybody knows, it's a complex situation right now. I mean, you've got you've got a president that if he does nothing, they're going to get on him. If he does something, they're going to get on him. I mean, just the yeah. other day up here in New York, uh, the mayor, Mayor um, De Blasio, was like, you know what does Trump think he is? You know, before this whole started, they were yelling at him for being, you know, too much of a, he's doing too much. He's doing, the government shouldn't be doing all this, this type of stuff. And now, now that this has happened, he's like, well, where's the government? We need the government to put the, to bring us the army hospitals and all this stuff. And it's like, dude, what do you want? You can't have it both, both ways. Yeah. And you're the mayor mm-hmm. of, you yeah. know, you're the mayor of a city, but you're still the mayor. You got to go through your governor first and work up the chain of command. You know that's why, well, as soon as the governor, the governor Cuomo asked, you know, the president for some help, they he showed up with the, the naval ship that's that's here has a floating hospital, 
be, I, I don't want to get too crazy in the public politics, but you know, uh, because of the R in front of his name, he's damned if he does and damned if he doesn't. And, mm. and it's just, I, th- I don't know. Personally, I think it doesn't matter what that letter is because you're damned by no, either dude, side dude, anyway. Absolutely not, dude. If it was Obama, mm. we'd never heard of swine flu or H1N1 and that, that killed how many people? 22,000. We have never even heard about it. You never heard of swine flu? No, we never even heard of the N1A. We didn't shut the country down because of N1H1 when when the Democrat was president. I don't know. I think that's a different situation. That's not transmitted like this is transmitted. That's apples and bananas, Kevin. Yeah, it's it's, uh, yeah. it's the JV team. I guess Obama would be calling this one the JV team of uh, <laughs> of viruses. Yeah. I think there's so much. Um, Fear of failure, yeah. Public, uh, that that's your you re-election know, right there. You know, you're going to really pull out all the stops. And thank goodness, you know, our economy was really, really strong when this hit. And yeah. I think it'll bounce back pretty fast. If it doesn't, you know, we'll all be dead. They'll find Andy slumped over his little work table, and that pinion will still be <laughs> laying underneath the table next to. Uh, I was going to say it'll be in his hands at least. Yeah, they'll Probably find me under the table yeah, looking at his carcass will be there. <laughs> yeah. I'll like have it in my rat. I'll have the pinion in my shriveled dead hand where I just found it. <laughs> yeah. But I do think the response has been good in this country. I mean, what can he do about something that's worldwide like this? I've never seen anything like this before. Uh the only people that have are dead from, you know, the early 1900s Spanish flu. I wonder how like polio and all those like crazy diseases back in the day, like you know the right. plague, right? Like how people used to go crazy, and we're like, oh, how could they react like that? And look at us now, we can't fucking find toilet paper, you know? We we go crazy. Well, and dude, like- that I have a completely Kevin opinion on, and that is the media whipping everybody into a frenzy. It's, of course, it's of course. insane, and I can prove it by saying, uh, you know, look at the numbers of tests that were being done. A couple of days ago, it was South Korea is doing fifteen thousand a day. This is they're they're beating the United States, and now that we've tripled that number and surpassed them, like just today it was forty five thousand. We we were able to test. You know you, the numbers dropped out of the media. You don't hear anything. And and you know I blame them for not telling us about the the story, the recovery stories that we have to you know we have to see on Facebook. You know. Oh what yeah. Happened to Tom Hanks is is he doing okay? I don't know because I don't hear about him anymore. It's all just the. The, the numbers, and of course the numbers are going to go up because the more testing we do, the more they're going to find. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm hey, keeping I'm oh. keeping an even head, and uh, you know, just trying not to get out of hand when when any of this. And it's it's difficult. I'll I'll be honest, man. It's difficult to to not let it get to you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've heard of a few though that this um this new the the malaria and the Z pack treatments they're doing right. Mm-hmm seems like that they're really turning people around that have been really stricken with it, where they're having to be put on ventilators. Um, I, I've, I've seen them inter- interview several still in the hospital beds saying they thought, you know, that was it. They were going to die until they put them on that. And within yes. hours they started turning around. So that's, um, that, that's a real promising uh, treatment for the people that are really getting down with it. For sure. Yeah, dude, and I mean, I don't want to, I don't know, dude, I'm an American, I, I gotta wave the American flag and say, I I think this country, we can, 
just like uh you know any any other thing that happens to us and you know one of the best things about this country is like we get together and and we do what needs to be done like you got the truck drivers man that are putting in a lot of time and they're they're the ones uh-huh. that kept the food on the shelves dude mm-hmm. yeah. when you, i'm a numbers guy man and when you look at some of the numbers of deliveries per year and the amount of product that gets moved in this country alone it's uh all by truckers it's it's third three quarters is by truckers and in a year just beats other countries gross domestic product like just what moves in this country just inside our borders it's it's amazing so uh well we're a country of consumers so you know yeah we buy a lot of things we spend a lot of money on things right right you know, and, and we've come to grow to that, right? Like we expect that. <laughs> well, and I'm just, you know, I'm saying that, you know, the, the truckers are, you know, doing what they can, leaving their family yeah. behind. They're spending yeah. a lot of time behind the wheel. And where are they going for lunch? They, they can't stop at restaurants like they used to. Most of them are closed down. They right. They're not going through right. drive through with the 18 wheeler, you know? No. I mean, um, maybe walk up to it, but even then, like they got to get their food and send the truck that they've been sending in for. Right. 20 you know how many days right in a row so yeah yeah so they're, you know. i mean they're doing a fantastic job and it's just uh you know it's stuff like other companies that that, have, that were coming together early on a couple weeks ago you know mm-hmm. and and opening up their parking lots for for all the testing that's been going on and then you got you know ford and the motor companies elon musk ch- changing over and making whatever they need to make ventilators and you know whatever it is they need to make uh it's awesome it really is man mm-hmm and uh, some of the Facebook stuff I see is hysterical, man. You know, our uh, our grandparents went to World War II and fought for this country, and all we have to do is sit home and lay on the lay on the couch. Let's not screw this up, you know. <laughs> yeah, <type of> <laughs> right. It's it's funny, but uh, yeah, I I don't know, dude. I personally, I don't think it's as bad as as they they are saying. I mean, I don't. I mean, I have high blood pressure, but I don't have any major, you know. Uh, illnesses i've said it before you know my got my my father-in-law is 93 years old and he w- did fight in world war ii and you know i i'm i worry when he gets the regular flu you know oh yeah uh, and you know i don't know it's just uh it is what it is we're gonna have to see what happens within the next mm. couple of weeks i was always thinking about the whole well what happens after this whole phase you know this the 14 days staying what's gonna happen afterwards is it's not gonna be gone I think uh Patrick uh Murphy who I'm still friends with on Facebook from the FT community cast those days he said, you know, same thing I was thinking we're, you know, we're just giving the lead time to the to the uh physicians and all that to kind of laboratories to come up with some kind of uh you know, vaccine or some mm-hmm. kind of way around it. Yeah. And warmer I mean, weather will help. Right, isn't know. that a thing too, right? The warmer weather will help Right. They said the virus is heavier in, in warmer right. climates and, you know, it's not near as contagious. Right. So I think that's part of the, the weight of quarantine not, is to wait not, it out a little bit. Yeah. Not swapping the medical system. Right. That too. Right. Overloading everything is a big problem. Yeah. I mean, I think they projected like, I don't know, 200 cases, I mean, 200,000 cases in Manhattan will happen next month or whatever. But there's only like 100,000 beds in hospitals, you know, like it, they don't have the capacity, obviously. So, right. Well, that's why they're calling for the ship and right, uh, build it and all that. Yep. But if, 
if you can spread those two hundred thousand cases out a month, you, you can make it work. Half, then you, yep. yeah, make right. it work. Yep. And two, not all of those will need hospitalization. Yes, yeah. there's a small, smaller percentage that'll need hospitalization. And like I said before, you know, some people show no symptoms whatsoever. Some people, it's like a little bit of a cold or a mild flu. Some, it's really bad. Yeah, alcohol kills it. So Kevin doesn't have anything to worry about. <laughs> I know. I'm- been drinking more nowadays. You know? I have been, dude. I have been taking it easy. I've been stocking up, I but know. I've been taking it easy only because, yeah. uh, you know, I've been I've been taking my vitamin C, which just uh, it's not gonna kill it or anything, but just to uh, keep my immune system up a little bit, and uh, just going to work, doing my regular thing, man. Just being a little more careful what I touch and, you know, whether I clean my hands and I'm sure as hell washing my hands a lot more. And I got uh-huh. one of those little alcohol things, uh, one of those Purell bottles in my cup holder in the truck. And dude, those are, mm-hmm. that thing is worse than M&Ms. Like I'm hitting that every five seconds. And <laughs> rubbing dude, my I'm hands. so bad with this. It's like, and oh, you don't God, even realize so it wiping down the yeah. steering wheel. And I'm like, uh, just give me something. you just there. driving down the road? Yeah. Instead ah. of. I get bad. I'm like. Because it's like French fries. It's like I, I'm doing it. I don't even realize it. I like go to drive through. I'll put some on my hands. I'll get my card. I'll give it to the person. I get the card back and put some more on my head. Yeah. <laughs> anything I touch or anything that I touch or someone else touch, I'm like, hmm. Well, yeah, yeah but I mean, <laughs> if you're just driving around and haven't touched anything else. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I've been, I've been noticing a lot of people have been doing the, definitely doing the social distancing, as they say, you know, six feet at least. And everybody's been pretty cool about it. And, you know, um, I don't know. People have been a little bit more nicer, you know, in the tri-state area here, at least to me, except for I think so on the road. But when I go to the <laughs> deli or something like that, or I was at the liquor store and, you know, and, it, and everybody's forming a line and just, uh, giving each other space, you know, we're all in this together, you know? And I think that's what it is, right? We're all in this together. And, um, yeah, there's almost like this, like unification that's happening yeah, from it. Goes wrong. Sorry, Joey, what was that? I say it's a little fragile, though, until something goes wrong. We're all in it together. And then that's kind of what, that's my only real worry. I'm not so much worried about the virus itself. It's just if something crazy chaotic happened in the supply chain or, Mm -hmm. you know, we found something else. Yeah. About the virus that just created, you know, enormous panic. And we had some kind of a social structure collapse. Um, That's, that that's more of a concern to me because people, you know, it's just like a powder keg. It doesn't take much to set them off. And mm. you think about, you know, the panic on toilet paper. What if they didn't have anything, you know, to put in the other end? Yeah, <laughs> sure, right. Yeah, imagine if they closed all the liquor stores instead of making an essential business, right? Yeah, it would, it would be ma'am. Like people will go ape shit, you know. Mm-hmm. So I often think of that Twilight Zone episode where the lights went out on the one block. I don't know if you guys ever saw it. I, I, I think I remember that, and it, but not on the other side, right? And it was like that whole grass is greener. Right. You don't know it's that block until the very end of the two seconds of the show where mm-hmm. the lights are out and, you know, the people start getting more and more agitated and then they 
start going at each other and there's a big giant riot in the street and when the pan- camera pans out it's like just that block the rest of the residents have lights all around it and everything yeah everything's fine yeah yeah it's kind of like that in a way and just hoping it doesn't get to that so one of the things i wanted to kind of bring up is you know with all these fun flies shutting down right kind of canceling or postponing um what do i what do we do about our fun fly yeah At I don't the end know. of may it seems like it's far enough out of the scope, you know, maybe we'll, you know, do we just sit on it? Like, it's all sanctioned and ready to go, but I have a flyer. Do I even announce it? Do I put the flyer out to just have to cancel it later if we feel like it's not going to work out, you know, or if we're still in this type of, you know, quarantine state of mind? Well, I'm sure everybody understand, number one. And I think last year we didn't even put out a flyer, did we? Or you just we just announced that we just talked about it on the show. Yeah, I, no, you had a flyer. I think. I think you. It's too far out to cancel you know, right? or do anything. So I think you yeah. business as usual, and then thirty days ahead, you make a decision. I almost want to say we could easily have it. Just tell everybody that you know, you know just stay away from everybody six feet. You know, have the little six foot rule or whatnot. I don't see why we couldn't yeah, have it. Yeah, and, and we have, you know, like, there's plenty of room to do that. Yeah. And still enjoy it. I mean, sure, like, I don't know about the, like, we, you know, eating in the hangar. Like, would that be okay? But that's, yeah, I don't know, right? Things like that. Um, I mean, I'm, so, I guess you're right, Andy. I think I will kind of keep, because we're kind of too far out to really know and really I make a judgment call. I think it's too far out. Yeah. You know, to, to go with the status quo, like business as usual, make the announcement, put the flyer out. And then if we but come see if, month, if things you know, are, are worse, yeah, or, you know, by the end of April, then you might have then to we cancel. change. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We cancel and reschedule. But it's, I think it's too early to make that decision right now. Yeah. I think so too, but I just wanted to confirm with you guys just to, you know, this is, this is our fun fly, you know, um, regardless, you know, of, of the location or, or how, who, who shows up or who goes or whatever. So, so what do you think is going to happen, you know, when this all is a thing of the past, right? Do you, so right off the bat, I'm going to talk about the economy, the, the hobby economy is going to be hurting, I think. I think it's hurting now. Yeah, and yeah, it's going to be hurting <clears throat> more because yeah. the the reason all the economy is going to be suffering. Yeah, all lots of small businesses, mm-hmm. big businesses are going to be hurting, and a lot of people are going to be hurting financially, and you know, so right disposable income for toys is going to be one of the first things you have to cut out. Right. Yeah. I really think it'll be it'll be a small little hit in it, and then I think it's going to be a boom where the government's sending out all this money to families. A lot of people, because I think a lot of people in our hobby, whether it's planes, helicopters, ground vehicles, boats, or whatever in the RC world, I think a large percentage of them, not all, have jobs where they probably a high percentage of them can work from home or have some kind of furlough program where I think most of them come out probably to the good on this. It's mostly going to be 
you know, I hate to say it, blue collar workers that's going to have the biggest gap, I think. I think they'll get some money, but they're going to have to digest that for just living costs, you know, rent and everything. Mm-hmm. But, but I think for a lot of people, they'll they'll still be getting the regular paycheck and stuff, and they're they're going to blow it on stuff. Yeah, which which will okay, stim- that's, that's it will stimulate point, George. It will stimulate the economy, and um, yeah, I'm not the least bit worried about a recovery. So, are you thinking like it'll take us a year or two to recover to kind of where we were before this virus hit? I'm, I'm going to say. 90 days. Oh, wow. That's soon. To six months. Okay. But even like, but even being less than a year to kind of recover to where we are, because I feel like our economy, I mean, I feel like the hit on our economy is very hard. And, and like you're saying, the middle class, like, you know, the, the hardest, right? Like the, the people that work at department stores and grocery stores, not grocery stores, but like um, restaurants, especially, and, you know, food services and, um, support services right like people who work in office buildings and clean you know the cleaning people and mm-hmm. just all these other type of you know folks the blue collar folks that you know are I struggling think- now they like yeah. are selling shit to make rent and even then probably aren't going to make rent on time yeah. you know people that yeah. can't work but they work for a smaller business that can't afford to pay them to not work yeah sucks all around how long has it really been affecting affecting us here in the u.s with the people you know hotels shows in on the east coast and stuff like that getting shut down hotel shows ride chairs two weeks weeks, but two weeks of like no travel no a lot but if we can get through it and say six weeks the really bad part of it Mm -hmm. I, i think it'll really spring back fast i think a lot a lot of people have more money in their pocket. I think that this bill they're passing is going to have a, uh, a payroll tax holiday probably through the rest of the year. That'll help both us and businesses. Hmm. And um, Oh, they should just kill the income tax, dude. They've done it before. Like, wipe that out. That would be amazing. Yeah. And you think about, um, you know, we've we've seen what President Trump can do. You know, he he likes to get in there and get these regulations cut. And in a situation like this, mm-hmm. um, I think they're really going to pull back on a lot of stuff and make it easier for people to recover businesses of all sizes. And we've got to do it for all size businesses. Of course, you know? of course. I hope so because I I mean, you know, you're like you're saying like people who can't afford to get you know. PTO money, right? Like pay time off money or right. vacation money or sick days money and stuff like that. Like you own a business and your business is forced to be closed because the government says it's not essential. So you can't open your shop, but you still have to make that mortgage or rent for that property that your your business lies on, right? And mm-hmm. um, you know, so I'm I'm really am hoping that this whole thing with you know the government helping bailing out basically, right? Um, their people goes through and it actually does help i think people are still going to be i i the one part i don't really fully agree with you and you know this is just my judge the way i think is that because of the the situation and people being even the people that aren't you know unemployed or like still getting a paycheck and and still get a little bonus check i think those people are still going to hold back on spending money um just because they're not sure right just to the consumer 
like confidence level right now is at an ultra low thing, right? Because everybody's looking for bare essentials and nothing else. Right. Uh, you know, um, I, I tend to agree with now. you, Steve, in the fact that people, this happens, everybody's going to kind of be more conservative and try to save or just human nature to kind of hunker down and mm-hmm. not spend as much. They could yeah. be wrong. You know, Go back. But, I don't know how low you guys were during 9-11, but think about it. It didn't take us long to forget about how we came together for that. And, you know, taking the hit over that, drawing back and being more conservative about getting out and doing things. But, George, that was just the, the New York area. I mean, I know it affected the whole country, but that, that was. Didn't hit the- pocketbooks of everyone everywhere yeah. i mean that yeah. was the stock market in a certain a pretty way good they, they did close yeah. it yeah but uh i mean it killed a lot of people's retirement yeah and it wasn't yeah. the entire globe i mean there's there's definitely similarities and that's but the what thing. i'm saying is our attention span is just not oh sure i agree it's with just you not that much we're, we're just you know it's not like we were back during you know uh, my my dad grew up during the depression right and right. and you know he always liked to you know, to hang on to things. He'd like to have a nice collection of this and that. And he had his wealth and a lot of junk. So, you know. Uh, yeah, and I, I can see your point. I, I see what you're saying. Like, you know, we are a creature of, like, habit, right? So, yeah, this shit happened, and it happened for three to six months. But three to six months in, in our lifetime isn't really that big of a deal because, you know, that's like a season. Two seasons go by, and we're already yeah. forgetting what happened, yeah. you know, six months, a year ago. So I, I definitely see that aspect too. Um, I do see George's point though, with certain tragedies that happen do change people, you know, in in ways that uh, you know that, that generational change. You know, like he said, his, his I mean, dad had, dad would hold on to had, stuff. Yeah, they had yeah. lived through years of it though. You know, I'm talking, right. you know, yeah, we right patties and, and stuff. That was that was yeah. the reason why a lot of the Jewish people that were getting uh, you know, in, in Nazi Germany and all that stuff, we're, we're leaving. We're kind of trading in their money for gold and taking it with them that way because they knew that that was going to yeah. be an easy way to get out and easy way to retain their the the value well, of their money. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. the same generation like my dad that, that went, you know, after we were attacked in 41, you know, volunteered and went and served our country during World War II. But um, I just don't think, you know, as we see, every generation seems like we get a little weaker. And yeah. um, I, I just don't think that um, we're smart as we used to be. You know, we learned things back then. They learned to kind of stock up just in case. But nowadays, you know, it's the uh, the um, disposable generation. You know, we don't. Well, that's yeah. kind of a yes and no answer too. my feelings on that is, yeah, a lot of people don't know the basics like when if if shit really hit the fan like wouldn't know how to start a fire without a match and wouldn't know how to do this but then it as you know as long as the infrastructure still there and and youtube is still there shit you can learn anything you want youtube i learned today how to grow potatoes in a five gallon bucket man i was watching a guy explain the whole way of doing it and i was like this is amazing like and all he was doing was putting a potato in the ground and i was like holy shit this is freaking so cool. I was intrigued. 
But it's just like, that kind damn, of stuff. No wonder, that, no wonder Andy's happens, such a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, what happens when the lots go out there? That's, yeah, right, exactly. Like, the, the generation back there, your dad, man, you know, they knew how to can stuff and prepare and stuff like that. And, well, they had to. Right, because they had to, exactly. Information is, is so abundant now that, like, we don't need to know anything because we can just look it up and f- learn right then how to do something instead right. of learning as you grow up as a kid and, uh, you know, growing up with those skill sets because your dad taught you <laughs> that this is important stuff to learn. Uh, how many people can't navigate a map or use yeah. a map to get? Or use a map or a compass, right? Oh, well, I know. Yeah, I, th- I think back about before we I had GPS. It's like, yeah. I, can't, I can't believe we used to just use Ra- the Rand McNally. Yeah. yeah. I'm, Those big maps with the, you know, that, I, I love doing that. And when I was in the yeah. army, I loved doing that. I loved taking the compass, getting your back azimuth, and finding out exactly where you were from topographical mm-hmm. maps. I loved that kind of stuff. But then oh, again, yeah. look at the kids today, man. They play all these games online where you got to look at a map. You got to know what north, south, east, west is, and you know. So you don't. It's it's really you don't know. You know? Do they know how to do it? Do they not know how to do it? Well, they might know a different way of doing it, right? Different way of finding their where they are or how to track things. <laughs> yeah, but they might not, they, they might have not have done it in the real world, but they know how to do it and could probably easily apply it if they had to. Possibly, possibly. Mm-hmm. But then I think what they end up missing out is like the actual in real life experience. Like, right. you know, right. I, you, you could go, you could do stuff in a video game or you can like learn stuff in a video game. But when you actually do it, you're like, damn, my hands hurt. And I, you know, I can't lift this up. Or like everything, Becomes actual in real life. All the road signs have blown over, and I don't know where I am. Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but that's I mean, why it's good. To, that's why it's good to watch. If you're going to watch a video like that, man, go out there and try it. You know, I might be growing potatoes this year. I don't know, <laughs> but I've definitely in know, a fifty-five gallon bucket. <laughs> in a five-gallon bucket. Yep. Five-gallon bucket. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I think you know, kind of going back to the. The state of the hobby posts this whole thing. Um, you know, like companies that are currently kind of shutting their doors for a couple of weeks, you know, w- what kind of impact is that? It's like huge, huge, yeah. right? Like, we had Shannon what, what's on the going show, on in, dude. What's going on with Italy? Like, yeah, well, I wanted to bring it, you know, a little closer first. I mean, like, sure, sure. We had yeah, Shannon so on talk the show. About Shannon. I don't know what he's going to do if people stop yeah. buying stuff from him. Like right. he was talking about the margins and how he gets by, you know, I'm sure he has prepared a little bit. I would, you know, hope like everybody has a little bit of, uh, hopefully, you know, they not living paycheck to paycheck, but yeah, I, I definitely think it's going to affect, but here's my thought on that. The good news is it's not like a produce product or it's not like a, a, a sensitive product that's going to spoil, you know? So yeah, yeah. it's going to suck if he doesn't sell anything for a month, but the the product itself won't go bad, you know, once things pick up. Yeah, he's not going to just lose money, right. like like you're saying, right, from the product going bad or anything. Right, right, which is um, a positive, I think. You know, like sure. the restaurants, yeah. I don't know how, how – I mean, I know they're doing drive through or parking lot pickup type stuff, but yeah. I'm sure they got to be taking a, a huge hit. Huge, huge hit. I mean, I know I know three restaurants down the street from me that are closed now. Closed down for good. There's they're, yeah. they're sales signs now. Yep. You know, and it's like, what are you going to do? Like, and I think those type of, you know, sensitive businesses are the ones that are going to take a while to come back. I mean, most of the stuff, yes. like George saying, I think will come back pretty quick once things start to pick up. 
But, you know, going back to the whole world situation, dude, real quick, like, how is this going to affect? I mean, maybe we can talk about it later. We can talk about the hobby stuff first. Yeah. World manufacturing. Well, just just our, our world in general. Like, you go to a concert and you're, like, with 50,000 people. How is that going to take place again, you know, if this yeah, doesn't get wiped this. out? Will that, will that be, be allowed? Go ahead. How many of you have been watching shows in the last few days? And watch people touching each other or shaking hands or kissing or, oh, yeah. you know, and you think you kind of jokingly say, you know, they shouldn't be getting that close. They should be practicing good social distancing, you know, just thinking it'll never really, I think, I think we'll always think about it a little bit more, at least in the, I hope so, next generation or so. Because, um, I'm always, <laughs> and he's like, I don't want to get close to anyone. I like this. I like this social distancing. Just yeah. yeah it's I mean, I've, I've worked from home for a long time. It's, so it's, my life is really not that different. My yeah. wife works at the health department. She's still working. Yeah. They, they do screen people before they come in, but still it's iffy. You know, they take their temperature, but they could still be. They could still be a carrier at that point, right? So, you yeah. Know. So I expect to get it. You know, hopefully it won't be too bad. Yeah. I mean, I've said that before on the show that I think we're all going to get it. At some yeah. point, I mean, I'm in really, I'm in pretty good shape, physically fit, got my weight back. You know, if this had happened last year, I, I would mm, probably yeah. die. Yeah, it'd be a different story yeah. for sure. But I'll tell you what, what's going to like, I've made some really good friends over five years that I've, we've been doing that podcast and, you know, the five, six years that I've been in the hobby, man. What I'm going to miss if, you know, things continue the way they are socially is, you know, I'm gonna miss uh, shaking guys' hands. You know, and just walking, getting getting close to people. I I get a hug from Devin every time I see him. You know, like that kind of stuff. Really, uh, I'm gonna miss. Mm-hmm. It's gonna well, be all that stuff can be that can be back in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once, a few months, a year. Everybody gets this. But you get the antibodies. It won't be that big a deal. That's what I, I was so. So then, let me ask you guys, playing devil's advocate, if everyone's going to eventually get this, then beyond delaying the process, like, you know, these forcing quarantines and it's, you know, it hurting the economy right now, like, is it all worth it? I think so, yeah. I think nothing else for the health uh, care workers. Yes, there's a lot of elderly people die from it, but, you know, Sometimes we, sometimes we live past a, a not, I'm not going to say useful life, but I'm going to say a um, dignified life. I, I saw my dad go through like 13 years of some sort of uh, yeah, that's hard care, and um, it's um, it's rough, you know. If I had my way out, you know, if I realized I was getting like that, I would probably. Um, I would probably keep my family from having to worry about that. Yeah, sure. but George, you can't put a number on that. You really can't because I think that's based on the individual it, themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. As yeah, a, like I'm not throwing the football around with my father-in-law. He's 93 though, and dude, he'll still drink you under the table. He's still oh, yeah. got all his wits about him. Uh, he's had his second knee replacement now. I mean, the guy's mobile. He's mm-hmm. amazing. He's an amazing guy. But as long I mean, as the this... quality of life's there, you know. Mm-hmm. I, right, right, I, exactly. I say, you know, 
try, you know, trying to live as long as possible. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't want to live, you know, basically as a vegetable for First years. or bedridden or something where you can't. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Like yeah. The quality of life. You want at least a certain quality of life. Or I want to live a dignified life. Yes. Yeah, that's a good way to put it, dignified. Mm-hmm. And you're right, Kevin. You can't put a number on that. Some people are in bad shape by 70, 75. Mm-hmm. And some people can be 95 or 100 and still be getting around mobile and having a great time. I mean, yeah, my dad almost 93. Well, there you yeah. go. And look at Bill. He's what, like 40? I mean, he's. I thought it was like 64, but I could be mistaken. All right. He's, yeah. I don't know. He's up there. Uh, I wanted yeah. to say real quick, I was half joking about, I hope the social, social distancing stuff sticks. What I do hope sticks is people think about a little better hygiene, you know, maybe wash your hands before you eat. Don't touch everything you see everywhere and yeah and, and stuff because I, I dude I can't tell you how many times I've been in a public restroom somebody comes out of a stall and walks right out the door pushing on the doorknob to open the door oh no I mean, way stand there washing my hands yeah. I'm like dude I don't want to touch anything people are so freaking gross yeah and- so. And to, to, to add to that, dude, I've seen the kids that are eating Doritos and wiping it on their long sleeve shirt and then popcorn and then their snots. And it's like, Hey, mom, hey, dad, you want to like maybe clean your kid up? Like yeah. hopefully. So this I instills mean, a little bit collectively, if we just wash our hands a little better and maybe think just a little bit. Yeah. Flu and coronavirus and the common cold, all that stuff would be less relevant. We just mm-hmm. take just mm-hmm. a little extra caution toward it. Sure. So it it could be a good thing as far as bringing that to light and people actually think, oh, I don't want to get sick. So let me not pick my ass and then shake your hand. Or and that's the thing is cars. People let their cars get like Petri dishes anymore. And, you know, <laughs> if you get somebody in there and they sneeze and yeah, it's, everywhere. it's just in it everywhere and. It's like Cars, a big sponge. Your phone. So, your phone anything uh, that you use on a daily basis. You know. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Oh. All right. So, yeah, the virus is coming or it's here. We're all going to get it. Some <laughs> of us are going to die. A hobby's going to survive eventually. We'll be fine. Human beings will prevail. America oh. will prevail. We talked about fun flies for just a second. Mm-hmm. Do you want to take any predictions on Joe Nall? Because it's yeah. close enough that I feel like it could be in the danger zone. When, when is Joe Nall again? Just to double check. Says. First of May. Yeah. First of May? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so got canceled. A few more days to decide. I think maybe a week to decide. And, um, you know, it, unless, unless the government the uh, governor comes in and says, hey, you know, no events, this science. I think that's going to happen. I think so, too. I'd yeah, say, it's unfortunate. I'd say everything f- till next year is kind of up in the air. I, I think it's going to be True. based I on the organizer. And the how farther out is less in danger, but we don't know where we'll be in 
two months or three months either. I mean, yeah, just we don't know if this virus will mutate and be less prone to the heat issue, right? Like, who knows? Right. But, but look at how how companies and and you know organizations in general cater every little thing uh, nowadays that days that's in society. You know, so it depends if this is still in the eyes of society. You know, then uh, if a year from now, then yeah, we're still going to see cancellations. But if if at that point everybody's like, yeah, fifty people together, hundred people, that's not that's no problem, you know. I'm gonna really be pissed if uh, I can't see Megadeth <laughs> and Inflames and you yeah. know just that concert when, in June. When was that? It's in June. Oh, you're fucked. Yeah, potentially. And in July, I have that so GNR. Big thing. Yeah, and then in July, I have Guns N' Roses with whatever who's it smash of pumpkins or something opening but that's in july too so like potentially both of these can can get canceled yeah i mean maybe not but yeah i think it's, it's a possibility can. definitely it's yes god damn you covid19 yeah and don't take it out on the i don't understand people taking it out on America, uh, Chinese Americans. I don't even want to call them that. They're Americans that are, are from China, you know, Chinese descent, dude. Yeah. They, they didn't cause this, you know? It's like, if you want to take it out on anybody, take out, get on a plane and go to China and, and take it out on the people selling bats in the market. Not Americans. That makes no sense to me. Yeah. <clears throat> I think right now there's a lot of pent up demand that's still there in the hobby. I know with motion, these tanks that they brought out, I mean, the waiting list on them just crazy. I mean, you know, I, I let one of mine go because I had two and somebody didn't have any. And, um, you know, now it may be a little while. I guess this probably set it back a little while getting it. But I, I, I think um, I think those purchases will be there. I, I just don't see it. I mean, I see thousands of posts today in the hobby that's all i do i don't follow any individual basically i just follow aviation related groups and most of those are rc related and I, you know i see a lot of people especially over in europe and italy um all, just all over the world and you know they're talking about the virus and a lot of them are locked down just like we are and they're posting up little jokes like we do just you know kind of morbid humor to kind of yeah try to you know, make you know make uh, it a little less stressful yeah, and exactly. um but i think uh, i just think that we're such a connected society anymore i mean i mean it's, you know you see people's opinion from all over the world so you kind of get a general sense of what's going on where people are the, you know, the most freaked out a lot of people can't speak out but um i I really think i think it'll spring back really fast i I think these companies um you know most of the the retailers here in the states that they can't afford to have that big of a a crew so maybe they're able able to you know winter the the few weeks here that we'll be down but I, i think we'll get started back up here again a few weeks i hope so yeah. Yep. yeah, I hope you're out. And dude, I think people just get too bored to stay pinned up. Yeah, exactly. And I was thinking locally, man, you know, like just in my little neighborhood up here, 
you know, if one of my neighbors came knocking on my door and was like, listen, I'm completely out of food. Do you have anything or whatever, or just any little thing, even though I hate their guts, I'm probably give them something, you know, you're like, Be like hold here, on. Here's some, here's some expired cans. No, yeah. some moldy bread. <laughs> some moldy, some moldy bread. bread. Yeah. Just keep an eye on them though. But you know what? I, yo, yeah, definitely. I'm not answering my yeah. door without my pistol, but, uh, uh, you know, not, not, and I say that as a joke, but I mean, I think us, I think Americans and I think most people in general, dude, are, are decent hearted people. Uh, you see the videos of everybody in Italy, you know, trying to keep their spirits up by, by singing on the balconies and stuff like that and just doing what they can, you know, spending time with their neighbors and, uh, I saw well, the only some, place. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, uh, you know, just, uh, have some, some positivity through it all, you know, mm-hmm. you spend some yeah. spending more time with your family. That's not a bad thing. You know, you can clean right. up around the house on the weekends. That's not a bad thing. And, you know, crime rates your going down. The crime rates definitely going down. Yeah. They say in Chicago, even with the virus, if it hits them really bad, that the death rate will probably not be as bad as what is usual from just homicides. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. The gang Plus, crime. I think all yeah. the babies will have in nine months. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm telling yeah. you, it's going to be a crazy boom to the economy. Yeah. <laughs> They'll call them the viral generation. Yeah. Or the pronouts. Generation Something C. Like okay. So, enough talking about this virus, huh? Yeah. I don't think I don't think it deserves any more of our time. No. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the planker segment. Let's move it on to something that might make you equally sick. The, uh, the planker <laughs> segment. Probably more dangerous. It probably know, right? is. I think it has killed more people than the the virus <laughs> at this point. <laughs> All right. All right, let me see if it's queued up here. Hi, and thanks for calling the planker. I'm sorry, I'm not here to take your call. I had to go back to the doctor about that rash. Leave a message at the beep. Mike D sucks. Mike D sucks. He sucks. 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 Mike D sucks. He's nuts. He sucks. He's nuts. Welcome to the Planker. This is the fourth anniversary of our sixth show. <laughs> that's bad at math. That's episode twenty-four. Um, so we're not getting any real feedback lately from from the listeners. Uh, I keep requesting, you know, guys send us emails, but we're not really getting anything. Um, so I guess no one's listening. Whew, that takes the pressure off. Now I can relax. So, who's going to the 2020 Freefall RC HeliFest? Are you going? I mean, last year's was a blast, and this year's probably won't suck either. Get out there. Um, So, today's episode is potluck, which means I used a lot of pot, and we'll be lucky if we get an episode. (laughs) Let's repeat a planker. Plankity plank plank. Hey, Kevin, you're up to be interviewed on the phone. It's your turn. Oh, Mike geez. D. <laughs> Have you ever been interviewed on the phone before? Once, 
A few days back, <laughs> we heard you had a very personal, delicate personal problem. Pulling on it, pulling it, you know how that is. But you are now, uh, you're now, you, but now you're fixing this. Yeah, but I'm not going to push it because I don't want to break anything. <laughs> so, what do you mean you are no longer playing with it? <laughs> you got to be kidding me. I knew you were going to ask that. Okay, so um, we heard that the root of this problem was the Thrustmaster. So you no longer are addicted to the Thrustmaster? Huge accomplishment for me. <laughs> so, Kevin, what was that episode uh, that was reported where you had an incident in the Parkway restroom? I had my hands on the wrong cheeks. So you have a restraining order now that's... Uh, it's about what? <laughs> Bathrooms. Is that it? <laughs> Bathrooms. <laughs> ah, so this week we've got a long overdue installment of Strange News. First up, we've got ABC Hobby has a uh, new George Baker discount. They say here if you buy five pounds of RC equipment, you get a half pound free. That's a pretty good deal. <laughs> half, half pound RC of Hobby Supply Store has a new, let's see how you pronounce this, CAGSIS, uh, which is a new delivery option. It stands for Come Get Your Own Shit Yourself. That doesn't sound very nice. Horizon Hobby. Uh, Horizon Hobby now owns everything. The, yeah, let's see. The Northeast <laughs> RC Combat League expanded their rules. They say that combat now will continue in the parking lot. That's interesting. Uh, there's a brand new uh, organization. It's the RC Wife Association. And in their first meeting produced a resolution that says it's mandatory for all RC husbands must leave the house at least once a week for the day. <laughs> hey, this is Vito. Vito Cantalopia. Now let me tell you about this uh, Planky guy. He asks you guys nicely Send in your uh, your messages, your uh, email things, and uh, you know. Now my boys are saying, "Hey, Vito, the free folk guys uh, are not—they're uh, not doing the planky thing. They're not letting them, uh, let them know what they want." So I'm telling you, <laughs> now get your shit together and do what the planky guy said. I'm not a patient man. I'm going to have to bust up a couple of heads. So before you make uh, a mistake here, and before I make you an offer, you can't refuse. Do what the Planky Boy says. Listen to this. All right, look, I got to do this quick before someone comes. All right, look, I need you guys to send in your requests or your suggestions about products or people, anything. Email it to shootertraining, one word, shootertraining at gmail.com. Quick, there's people looking for me. Hurry up. Hello, 
calling. Thank you for calling <laughs> G.R. Baker Incorporated. <laughs> oh, Lord, boy. Please press one to get passes to the three-day G.R. Baker experience <laughs> at the George Baker Compound. Reminder, please bring motion sickness pills. <laughs> please press two to attend the Shovel Your Own Parts Party. Press three to leave a message for Spanky. Press four for parts orders requiring a hand truck. Press five for parts orders requiring a forklift. Press six for parts orders requiring an overhead crane. Press seven to order nude 8x10 glossy pictures of George. Press eight to get new glasses if you actually considered pressing number seven. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> okay. I'm a picture right now. You gonna send me a picture? <laughs> oh my <Nice>. god! <laughs> the Burt Reynolds. <laughs> the Burt Reynolds. <laughs> no, it's oh, when we were. Right. It's when we had that uh, Twister game out in that um, garden square full of baby oil. Oh jeez. Oh, you can yeah. stop right there, dude. Okay, so news and announcements. <laughs> All right, news and announcements. Okay, what do we have? Uh, we talked about Spring Fling is canceled. Mm-hmm. So boo mm-hmm. on that. Yeah. yeah. Next on the list is Hobby Wing telemetry through your V-Bar Neo to your V-Touch controller. Mm-hmm. Oh. Everybody's been waiting on this for like ever and ever and ever, and they finally got it. And? However, if you have a 130, you might want to hold off because it could explode. What? Yeah. What do you mean it could explode? Well, probably not going to explode. Catch on fire. There has been a few catch on fire and several get bricked. Mm. Oh, I so, can understand the bricking, but how does I, the telemetry I don't know. catches on fire? Make <laughs> like smoke comes out. Yeah, I mean, is software there, runs everything, right? Is software there that runs many calculations hardware. going on? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But but another Actually, thing to the one thirty is the only one I've heard of the problem. Yeah, and I'm sure they'll fix it. Just maybe don't update yet. Yeah, I'd, I'd <clears> wait and. As of now, the V Touch is the only one that's got this telemetry. Yeah, but I heard they are working to get the the normal, the old V control and the classic working as well. The classic. Well, yeah. Let me ask mm-hmm. you this because I spent the majority of the weekend laying underneath my Jeep seat in the shed, and mm-hmm. um, is the rest of the Hobby Wing? line going to have this telemetry in it? Is it like the V4s or the V3s? Mm-hmm. It's all the V4s. Okay. But only the V4s like point one or something. I don't think it works with the 160 amp. Not okay. the one... Okay, so I heard Kyle Stacy talking about this on Heliheads. Okay. It is going to work with the V4 160. Okay. But not yet. It does work with the V4, like the 60, the 80, the 120, 
all those yeah. 200. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if people don't know, 80 and up has the current measurement, so you can get milliamp hours consumed current and that stuff. 60 amp and down, you get voltage and maybe temperature, but you don't get current. But it's because the hardware doesn't actually have a way to measure current. Mm -hmm. That's cool. But you still get voltage. Yeah. Yeah. So. Nice. Yeah, and look at the alternative. On on something that small, you don't want to put a UI sensor on it. So at least you're Mm -hmm. getting something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I can't wait till it comes out for the regular. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how long that's going to be. Apparently they're working on it. Cool. So maybe they'll fix the uh, burning up one thirties as well. Yeah. I hope that's what I got on my oxy five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I have on my 700. Oh no, I have you scorpion. Sorry. And I'm curious. I'm curious to see what my, my, well, you know, my amperage draw is on a flight on that. Cause I had it on the 550, the UI sensor. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a 120 on that. So I'm, I'm, you got a 130 on your Oxy 5? Yeah, I'm not sure whether I got a deal on that or I'm not sure why I did that. You don't have, is it on 6S or 12? It's 6S. Six. Okay. He doesn't even need, he could have done a 120 low voltage. Yeah, 120. Yeah. I think I got All a deal right. on that. Um, I'm not sure. Luke? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I was going to say Luca with OxyHeli announced a few days ago that he's having to shut down his business. Yep. Right. Um, temporarily. Two weeks. For an unforeseeable amount of time. Well, it says temp- we'll, we'll temporarily close two weeks and evaluate. Okay. You know. I didn't see the two weeks. I just yeah. heard it say it's going to close down temporarily and kind of see. See what's going on. Apparently, all of his CNC business is hurting because a lot of his products mm-hmm. go to Italy, and they're all shut down, basically. Yeah, so that's unfortunate. I hope he can figure that out and doesn't hurt too bad. Uh, but coming with that, he has announced this Oxy-5 high-fidelity. Mm-hmm. And he says he's been working with Tarek for over uh, one year, test new parts and upgrade to push the Oxy-5 to the limit. Wow. This is like a, this is a Oxy-5. It's like a limited edition on steroids, he says. Jeez. (laughs) Special parts uh, kit will include a black matte paint scheme. Both short and stretched tails, all six millimeter motor shaft pinions, so the whole set, all the tail pulley set, to, or all the tail pulleys, new Sprague one way system, new frame spacer, stiffeners, aluminum, mm-hmm. and dedicated personal Luca himself quality control and packing. Uh, this kit will be available only in limited edition or small quantity. Um, be open for pre-order soon, I'm assuming. Hmm. Already. Yeah. Depending on this whole the virus thing. But yeah, when he opens back up, I'm sure he'll, yeah. he'll make that available. Yep. So if that if if you have any interest in that, 
go ahead and pre-order it to help Luca and Oxy out. It would be a shame for them to like really be hurting. Yeah. You know, any of them, any heli manufacturer. Check that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Hopefully he can recover without too much damage. I think I heard somewhere that he had to basically lay off all his workers. So, you know, yeah, you know, that can be hard to get back up and going or something like this. So hopefully not. Uh, some good news. The RCHN website is back up at RCHN.org. The website went down a few weeks ago. I guess for whatever reason, they quit paying to have it hosted or something. Uh But anyway, it's back up. And the best news is the podcast is back on iTunes. And nice other places. I don't know, but it's on iTunes for sure. Awesome. Dude, and this, oh sorry, go ahead. Big, big thanks to Larry Kagan, dude man Larry, for making all this happen. Awesome. He, nice. Since he had built the website, he had all the archives and everything, and he's I, I assume hosting it himself and put everything back on iTunes. So that's a, a huge thing to have those episodes available to play through iTunes or you know wherever play them off the website if you have to if you don't use Apple products but uh-huh. yeah really great to have that back out there for folks to listen to yeah and you know what I was going to say dude and it doesn't only apply to me it probably applies to everybody because uh or everybody that's been flying within the last couple of years cuz everybody's mm-hmm. gotten better and now it's going to be cool to go back and listen to the episodes man knowing much more about yeah, especially the, the technical like tuning and stuff. Yeah, now you yeah. can listen to it and be like, oh, "Okay, I understand now." <laughs> exactly, and I know I'm not going to be the only <laughs> one, dude. Because three like years said, ago, they might as well just been speaking gibberish, right? Mm-hmm. Three right. episodes for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's check awesome. that out. If that that is awesome. Yeah, I was really happy to see that, dude, man, Larry. Thanks, Larry. Awesome, yeah. Thanks, Larry. This is huge. And last thing that I have seen is Matt Bodos has designed a 3D printed battery tray lock. Currently, he's got the 516, and he said he's going to have one for the 696 coming soon. Interesting. He has a a battery tray lock. It, It works really well, but it's super expensive. So you got to buy the tray and you got to buy the lock, which costs a freaking fortune. Yeah. Almost, yeah. almost as much as the tray. Yeah. And I guess he, he I, can, I can't remember exactly the post, but basically said with everybody in quarantine and stuff and the, the uh, lock being expensive. And of course, I'm sure it doesn't have any being made right now anyway. Mm-hmm. He decided to design this 3d printing one and do it open source and free to everyone to print and use. Well, wow, that's awesome. Yep. Yeah. That's I'm fantastic. not sure where you get the file yet, but I'm sure it'll be around. So folks will be printing them and just ask your buddies. I was going to say the files are free, but 
to get onto the website, you're going to have to pay um, a <laughs> fee of nominal again. <laughs> well, that would suck for the first guy, but. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. PirateBay.com. Or no, org. it's open source. It's, yeah. So. Yeah, that, he no, said that's, it that's was... really cool. I'm only busting his chops. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So check that out. Dude, open source, man. He'll get a lot of ideas from that. Like, you know, because guys will make changes and then it just spawns other ideas. It's it's amazing what that comes up with. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It definitely opens it up. And it opens up your engineering pool, right? Like, you don't need to have all the, the brains, you know? You can get, get an idea, get a basic layout out, and then people can make iterations of it and make it better for you and do the R&D for you, you know? You're right. So exactly. open sourcing is very um, smart avenues for things that don't need to be monetized, you know? Right, so and he's helping awesome. out the community. Yep, because everybody's home right now, anyways. Right? Yeah, you know, and, and, and you know, so it's it's a great thing. So you know, it's awesome. So, yep. All right. Do we have anything else, or sh- shall we move it on? That's all I know about. Okay. So, what's next for you in the hobby? What's next for you, Steve? I'm going to be reading a whole bunch of Facebook-like names. Yes. <laughs> oh, wait, that's like immediately <laughs> after this. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so, yeah, I got to get the uh, the the die kit, the lightweight fan trial cover, 3D printed thingy, and the velocity stack from the post office. I want to have that installed, ready to go for Sunday. And uh, I'm going to actually put this on a scale. I want to actually see the actual differences. You know, I might have published it, I might not, but I'll talk about it on the show. Yeah, what way it before you do all this and then wait again. Yeah, so I'm going to weigh the whole helicopter the way it is standing. Take the part out, weigh both parts to show the difference in the weight of the parts, and then put the new parts in and weigh the whole helicopter again. Yeah. So so get a couple of deltas there, differences of uh, of the weights and stuff. Cool. Um, yeah, and go fly. Oh, and I guess I, I'll, I might start messing with that scale fuselage a little, at least start inspecting it, seeing... Um, you know what I need to do to lay out the uh, the airframe in there and see what I can do, but that'll probably be it. I actually am looking forward to flying that plane some more, so I think uh, that's going to be coming out for the next couple. Well, let's not put a number on it, but the next you know foreseeable future. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's going to come with me to the field. Was I'm really getting a kick out of uh, wow. flying a plane? It really is the end yeah. of the world. I know, yes. right? Right? We're all going to die. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Get some flats on it because yeah. I have a feeling you'll like it more the more you get used to it. It yeah. really is a great plane. I mean, it's just fun to tool around with. Yeah. I Start think doing hover practice and whatnot. Exactly. I think I'll kind of push this plane and try to learn some 3D maneuvers and try to learn to fly planes again, especially inverted without chopping the throttle. Um, and then, you know, by that time, I think I'll wear out this plane to the point where I'll probably hit the ground enough times to, you know, weigh more glue than foam. Um, and at that point I'll probably retire the frame and put that right in my extreme flight and then try to fly that thing. Like I flew this thing, you know, it would be interesting. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, let's see who's next on the list. I'll just go down the list. So who, what'd you got, Kevin? I don't know what I'm doing. I'd love to go flying. I'm not sure what's going to happen, where I'm going to be. 
Um, geez, kind of on the spot here. I got to get <laughs> out though. I mean, but I think it's supposed to be yeah. both days are supposed to be pretty crappy weather. But I, you know what I want to try? I want to try downloading one of those uh, 3D printed fuselages for the 450s. I think I'm going to try the yeah. Airwolf and see what, how that works. I'm gonna, I got to try to do that, man. I mean, they're only like 25 bucks. I, I would do. love to do like a, you know, one EC-135, like a Eurocopter or something. And that'd be pretty cool. But it's 450 size, you said? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the Red Bull one? The Sky Crane and the, uh, the Bell 206. Really, they print out the best. Yeah. The Airwolf is, uh, it's a little finicky. Right I like, I'd like the Bell. I don't know. I got a lot of it's really, hobby related It's really stuff solid. It's a real solid fuselage that, uh, quick paint job on it. You know, really. They fit on the line for 50. Yeah. Looks like it. Yeah. Hmm. I may have to talk to you, George. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, sky crane is really impressive. I, and I'm also, instead of the water, it's got the water tank on it now. That's the way it comes to cover up the mechanics. I'm printing out a, uh, a really nice shipping container, the exact size to cover that. And um, I need to finish that. Yeah, I've always wanted to do an Airwolf. I might have to try that mm. first. You said the Bell Ranger or the 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 two one two is better. The Bell the Ranger. Ranger. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to have a race tail. Uh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to give this a shot. But I tell you, the uh, really the best looking one, and seems to be the the, the most rugged. Is the sky crane? Okay, I think I think I think it can really be detailed out to look nice. Where, nice. where do people get the STL files for this? Uh, they're for um, sale on heliprinted.com. Yep, heliprinted. That's one of the sites that I know of. I don't know of any other site That's, other than yeah. like. Thingiverse. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. 450 size helicopters. Nice. And, George, you said you printed most of these or some of these? All of them. Oh, you have done all of them. Nice. Huh. Sky Crane looks really cool. It does. But I got I to gotta do the Airwolf. I remember watching that show. Yeah. You know, that's I, one helicopter that never really did anything for me. No, I don't know why it just never did. Oh, two I love I love the uh, the Magnum, yeah, MD five hundred, yep. you know, and and love the UH ones, you know, and love the uh, what was it, China Beach? Yeah, yep. Yeah, it was a, I I watched Airwolf. I, I enjoyed that show. Ernest Borgnine always yelling at somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows might do that might not i don't know it depends on where i'm at awesome. so who's next andy george yeah okay yes. go george i still got 
several projects going. Had a couple of days off taking care of Spanky, but um, I've still been printing parts. And um, I've been flying a lot more since we've since the country, I guess, has kind of been on lockdown. I, I live on lockdown, <laughs> but um, but uh, got several of the larger helicopters done. I've been out flying them, really enjoying that. But um, yeah, I want to get a couple of these that need a lot of paint work and a lot of you know fiberglass epoxy work. I need I need to get a couple of them knocked out next time. It's not pouring down rain. Nice, cool. Other than that, still been playing with my tank. I tell you, it's <laughs> just amazing how much fun these stupid things are. <laughs> Awesome. Can't wait till they get more of them in. Yeah. I mean, for like a about thirty something, it's you know comes with everything, but I think five or six AA batteries. Nice. Yeah, lots lots of fun. Spanky's kind of still on the fence about it, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah, I'll have to keep my eye on it. See when I get more in stock. Yeah. But uh, other than that, we're still planning to have our uh, fun fly in April, the third week of April, and um, still just been doing some work around here, cutting trees and clearing brush and just trying to make things a little nicer each time. And, uh, yeah, we'll just see how it goes. I, I've got a really optimistic outlook just getting over pretty fast yeah hopefully i definitely hope so yep me too mm-hmm. that's it all right i think as americans we're not going to sit around too much longer <laughs> whether it's over or not we're going to be like listen i gotta go to work yeah yeah either there's gonna be more pregnant women out there or there's gonna be more divorces <laughs> <laughs> yeah both yeah both an influx of both in the 2020 year. <laughs> All right. Uh, what about you, Andy? Well, first thing is I got to find the damn pinion, uh-huh. this whiplash, which will probably <laughs> consist of me walking around looking, might move a thing or two, and do a lot of cursing. <laughs> and then if that doesn't work, I'll probably start throwing shit around and do more cursing. Maybe call Tima and yell at her and ask her where it is and throw more shit around. And it'll probably be laying like under a piece of paper or on my desk or something, just because that's normally how I operate. It's in a safe uh, place. Yeah, yeah. I have the, like, this horrible, horrible way of not finding what I'm looking for. And I can like look right over it eight or 10 times. So, but once that's all accomplished and I do find the damn thing, which it's here somewhere, I'll get the whiplash put back together and I want to fly it some this week. And if all goes well, I'm going to try to put bangs and dampers and stuff in the XL power and get it back up to par. It's kind of uh, wibble wobbly now. I think it's just worn out bangs and dampers. Mm Mm-hmm. 
probably a maybe a bent spindle. So I might just slap a new spindle in it, bangs, dampers, and that should be good to go. I think, hopefully. Yeah. If not, I'll see what's the problem after that. Yep. And that's all. I got to get some flying in. I haven't done any flying in two or three weeks now. It's been raining, raining, raining here. Pouring. Andy, when was the yes. last time that whiplash gasser was in the air? Uh, a couple of weeks ago. Oh. Last time I flew. So like three weeks ago, maybe. Oh, I, I thought you were. Wait, I thought you've been waiting on that doing that pinion for a long time. Well, I have, but that's why I've been not doing oh, it. Oh, but it was oh, I, okay. It was flying fine, and I didn't want to ah. tear it down. Okay, gotcha. Don't don't question my logic. <laughs> You're that guy that posts tires on Craigslist, but still has them on the truck when I show up to buy them. <laughs> Great. <laughs> the guy that sells a heli and then puts one last farewell flight on it and crashes it oh jeez! Uh, i've heard of those stories man that's that's horrible it's, yeah don't do that if something's for sale go ahead and take it apart and sell it yeah yeah or if it's for sale and you sold it that's it it's not yours oh, anymore yeah, don't fly it. yeah i've heard of that happen a couple times yeah for sure okay shall we move it on to listener pipeline yeah, all right. Let's move it on. Okay. Do we have any listener pipeline voicemails? We, we do. Ooh. There's one here. I'm going to start at the bottom of the page, which was Brand new. two hours ago. No, that would be the top of the page. I guess six hours ago. Uh-huh. All right. Let's see if this works. Hey, guys, it's Chris. I'm up here in uh, upstate New York, just waiting on a load. And I was getting tired. I figured, you know, I'm going to give you guys a call and see what's going on. So I got the T-clips flying, as you can see. You know, you notice something? Somebody posted some uh, uproar pictures, you know, that uh, toilet planker kind of guy. It's Chris Ryder. Don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, how's that opinion coming there, uh? Andy, uh, that's what I thought. Yeah, never mind, forget it. Never mind, forget that too. <laughs> so how's that wood going for you? There's wait, wood? Did you say wood, Steve? Whoa, Kevin's practicing his social distancing. <laughs> I hope he gets sent to the city, you sucker. <laughs> All right, guys, we we're just thinking about you. We love you. Keep your social distancing. You know, Steve, stop rubbing it. Um, yeah. So. uh I'll check you guys later. Awesome. Speaking <laughs> of truckers, man, there he is right there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Chris Breams. Cool. Thank you, Chris, for putting in those hours, man. Yes, sir. Yeah. Thank you. All right. We have another one. Did you see the one from the 16th, Kevin? Yeah, I was going to ask you guys. Did we, we didn't play that last time? No. Did we play the one on the 10th? Yes. Okay, yeah, so we did have one from the 16th. Okay, I'm playing that now. Hey, guys, what you need is Peter Chan, a.k.a. Mean Baby, translate (laughs) that first voicemail you got on last week's show. Have a good time. Say what here. Bye. (laughs) That's Steve. Yeah. Steve Wattenberg. Who? Peter Chan, Foam Tack Pete. Foam Tack Pete, yeah. Oh, okay. We need him to translate, yeah. He's been uh, 
He's been in and out of hospital uh, over last year. Yeah. I'm friends with him on Facebook. He's still keeping in touch with him. He's a good mm-hmm. dude. A real good guy, man. Yep. Sure is. Okay. On to the next one. Yeah. We have been trying to reach you for your extended warranty on your, oh, you own a Chevy. Never mind. You'll need it. <laughs> You'll be calling us. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Sounds like a Ford or Dodge man called us. Yeah. It could right. be my old. It could be my old Hyundai salesperson. It <laughs> Three mis- years, thirty-six thousand miles. <laughs> sounded mysteriously similar to Chris Breams. <laughs> Potentially, <laughs> how do you know he wasn't my salesperson? Oh, it's true. I don't know. <laughs> All right, we got one more from today earlier. Yeah. Hello, this is uh, AARP for Mister Teshner. Mister Teshner. Yeah, Mister Teshner. Yes, turn up, turn turn up your hearing aid. Turn up. Oh, sorry, sorry. It's uh. Oh, okay. You got them turned up. All right. Yeah, we've got a few questions about your AARP membership questions. Um, you said no when we asked you, do you pee when you laugh or sneeze? <laughs> oh, you do. Oh, okay. We just wanted to confirm that. Um. The other, the other question, we had another question. I just um, talked about that. You, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, tur- turn up your hearing aid again. Your batteries are probably getting low. Oh, oh, oh okay, you can hear me again. Loud? Okay. Um, yeah, and another question. You said no, and we wanted to make sure. We just wanted to confirm. Um, do your balls get rug burn when you walk? They do. Okay. All right. We just want to confirm that uh, we're we're just trying to make sure that we got this all right. Okay. We will send you your uh, membership card here in the next. Yeah, it, it, they'll be there in the next couple weeks, maybe. Yeah, uh, we'll send you some free batteries for your uh, hearing aid next time. Okay. We just wanted to make sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, okay, sir. Yeah. You said you saw the pyramids being built. <laughs> I don't believe that. Oh, you did see Christ when he was a baby. Okay, I don't think you're, I don't think you're, yes, I don't think you're taking this seriously, sir. <laughs> All right, well, well, we'll send you your card in the mail. Yes, we'll send the batteries, too. Okay, must be bye-bye. Nick Jagger or something. <laughs> All right. That was nice. my AARP representative. Which is also Chris Breams, right? Which is also Chris Breams. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to get him and the planker together. Oh, oh my geez. gosh. We wouldn't have to say anything. We would just sit back and let the conversation happen. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. That's it for Listener Pipeline. Okay. <clears throat> Thanks, guys. Awesome. Thanks, everyone. Uh, we have Facebook likes. Now, I don't know how many names these are. Um I'm just going to say it's over 250 names because we were at uh, 981 for a while, and now we are – what is the final count? Let's take a quick look here. You're going to get the final countdown? Yeah. So we are 1,226. So, yeah, about probably 240 likes or so, 240, 230, something like that. In two so. weeks. In two weeks, yes. I blame George. 
<laughs> Blame him. Uh, yeah. Great. Yeah. 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 Well, I blame him that that he did it so quickly. We didn't get a chance to really prep for what hap- what we're gonna do for the one thousand like. Yeah. So I blame that aspect. Yeah, but yes, no, 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 we like appreciate a, it. A year or since five hundred to to prep for it, but that still wasn't enough time. No, no, no. <laughs> it could have been another five years and still wouldn't have been enough time. <laughs> well, we were only getting like one a week for yeah, a so, we, so we had right. plenty of time. We thought. <laughs> That's what happens when you procrastinate. Yeah. Uh. We're the kings of that. You should have um, done that when you had 55. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, we are going to attempt to go through these names. All right. Okay. Let me um, clear my throat, take a little sip of water, and prep for this. Let this me be... clear my throat. <laughs> <clears throat> Better cue the music. Oh, uh, yeah. Exactly. Repeat. <clears throat> on repeat forever. I should just speed <clears throat> you up in the mix. <laughs> sure. That'll be perfect. Okay. Okay, so this is going to go from the most recent to... Uh, actually, yeah. To which name did we say we were stopping at? I forgot now. You've got them on the document. Probably the last one. Yeah, let me just double check. <laughs> the last just, one on I, can't the get, I can't get to the damn last one. Oh. Okay, yeah, Jim Winchen, yes. Okay, here we go. So, first of all, I want to huge shout out and thank you for liking us. Um, this is this is amazing that we have this many names to count off here. So, in the last two weeks, we have Kenneth Erickson, Jorge Sanchez Cabarello, uh, Guto. Oh, man, this one's going to be a hard one. Uh, Wisnanski, uh, Rodolfo Aguirre, uh, Jeremy. Yes, Martinez, I think, or something like that. Mike Angelides. Uh, we have um, Access Making Corporate. Uh, that was a translation from Google Translate. Thank you, Google. Uh, we got Ung Gong Mang, whatever. GW Franks, <laughs> Bunjard, Vayama Wong, Paulo Tree D's, uh, Tunes are Scott Walker, <laughs> Arena Vianieri Pirgali. Uh, Kobe Bruce, Moreno Reds, Antonio Curetis Ramos, Rocco Stefanili, Michelle Zamboni, uh, Ray Moldovan, Jen Weatherman, Todd DeMaria, DeMaria? Yeah. Uh, France Miller, uh, Tyrion Lin, Camilo Marabio, Bio, uh, Ingold Aviation Ed Ingo, uh, Marston Ken Queen. I don't know. Q-I-N. Uh, Francesco Sinia. Sinia. Alexander uh, <laughs> Palmarchuk. Uh, Alex Ennis. Jackie Liao. Quan Tran. Bay Min. Manilo Balnick. Singma. Roy Dodgson. Carl Bass. Luigi Zanicoli. I don't know what that little mark over the yo is. Uh, Ali Inan. Uh, Zhang Shiji, a guy from the Middle East. Sezo Altareri, Bobia Rodica, Gary So, Tabor Villia, a guy from Thailand, uh, Mark Stidiham, Angel Miguel, Ray Striek, a listener that's Burmese because it's a Burmese type font, Kevin McBay, 
Adolfo Aroro, Aroro, I can't do that, Rojo, Rojo, uh, Joel Stoltz, Talamus de Benito Skoledaler, Hazibu Hassan Mamoun, SVMRC Airplanes, Pascal Dennis, uh, Vitali Dekoff, Chai BB Gun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, hold on. Uh, Chen Amy, Taylor Collins, Carlos Menendezzi, Ronaldo Benacal, Mustafa Saijin, Rob Tapscoil. Tapscott? No, Tapscott? 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 Tapscott. Okay. Jinjay yeah. Lee, uh, Surya Jinapacha, Renata, Renato Alex. I'm gonna say Alex weird like that. Uh, Yoshiaku Sakura, 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 David, oh, Dave Archer, James Hammond, Juan Sanchez, uh, Stanislav Machuk, Ernie Ignacio, Fred Williams, Alfonso De Vivo, Ernesto, Ernesto Alejandro San, Sandoval, uh, Gerardo Goncalves, Mike R.C., Horatio Val. Uh, Harold Triple, Marcus Bland, Vic Kononovsky, Art Priest, name sounds familiar, uh, Dan Siaka, Thomas Klein, Fabri Bizio, Selim Sidique, uh, Matt Rigo, uh, Martin Neves DBA, uh, <laughs> Xifu Silima, Siliti Yoshiada, Yoshada, Mario Corona, no, Corona, no, uh, Mario Caron, maybe? Franco Gargiulo, God, I can't pronounce that name, Gargiulo, Franco Gargiulo, Hot Power Thomas, Manfred Van Dyke, Dyke, uh, Christian Borzicki, uh, Bern Pelitzmier, Vincencio Calapa, Mel- Melvin Riviera, Lucas Ochawa, Enzo Calamar, something shrimp, uh, Diego, Diago Santos, Zhang uh, Yang, Simon McDonald, Glenn Marco Chili, Chili, Chigila, Larry Grossman, Jimmy Changa, okay, Larry Grossman, Ivan Helico, nice last name, uh, Robert Snyder, Chris uh, Weisenant. Raphael Schneider, oh your boss. Uh, Michael Grislinger, uh, Wu Jing Choi, Rao Vallejo, Liko Valium, uh, Mustafa Turk, Jabra Mohammed Haran, Nai Mion Kits, Nazir Dali, Vitali Saika, uh, Pitcher Zhang, Pitcher Zhang, Peter Ferguson. Uh, Leonidas Rolly Parte, Miozu Kamilu Rizzi Dugawawa, Dugarara, Garmar Prakshle, Freebie. I going dead. I think so. <laughs> Freebie Cotter, Jerry Jaib, Simone Penza, Cody Shaw, Bruce Gunt. Oh, my eyes are getting blurry here. Uh, was it Luis Nuno Nuno? David Jones, Troy Creed, Doy Duro, Vincent Heckel, Awa Samuel, Tam Wynn, Patrick Gombi, Javier Monreal, or Monreal? Monreal? 
Uh, Mohan, tiki 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 Tim Cox, <laughs> Mike Cesar, Atak Ama, or Atak Ama? I don't know. Uh, Timothy Troughton, Gateway RC Club Jacksonville, PJ Hobby, John Talley, Pine Barrels RC Club, Manuel Alejandro Gerardo Moya, Patty RC, Mike Kane, Tom Mancelli, Gary Wayne, Valerie Polozuk, Ricky Yin, Charlie Biet Moser, uh, Mukridin Kudivarov, Kdarov, Ryan Gwynn, uh, Chuck Taylor, Chuck T, nice, uh, Majin Bohr, Hugo Miguel, Annie Morrison, Master Drones, Charles A. Thomas, Jose Aquaro, uh, Aves Maria, Marina, uh, Patrick Reynolds, Jackie Beneditti, Cedric or Cedric uh, Benesacone, I think. Uh, Alfred Shibi, Shilibi, Shibi, I guess. Shible? Shible! Alfred Shible, Andrea Morbin, Casey Wade, Joshua Phillips, Steven Shangmanga, Fred Haddock, uh, Miyaki Hachiban, Tamar Matilai, Lisa Titsworth Scott, Patrick Mortvan. Inbox Navados, uh, Boris Gives, uh, Johan or Johan Lottering or Lottering, <laughs> uh, Gino or Jai, uh, no, not Gino, Gino Russelia, <laughs> Edward Yonkin, Bob D. Pochetta, uh, Cynthia McAllister Powell, Ivan Segwevich Palavniko, RC Man, Castle CRS. Fred E. Sayers Jr. Arc, arc, arc. Sugito Sugeta. Oh, Sugita Shigeti. Shigati. Shigeti. Uh, Edward Nelson. Adam Lee Bernardin. Tang Fa Shao. Tan Steven. Stan. So Tan. <laughs> Stan Steven. Sorry. Uh, Christ Dutch. I don't know. Endurance Fullerio. Venza Aircraft. Kali. Oh, Stahl, Dennis Farley, D.F. Samuel Chan, Chase Dynamon, Dynam RC, Johnny Watt, Steve Hodges, I know that name, Terry G. Bailey, Jim Wutak, Gerald Kirby, Gabriel Tamayo, Dieg Vasquez, uh, Young Chul Kim, Kevin Changsin Lee, uh, Vincent, uh, Vince Parker, David Docker, Doc Doker, uh, Rinaldo Estrella Jerome, J.M. Berucci, J. January, Rand Germer, Jackson RC Aviation, Nicholas Dang, Randy Wilton, Gregory A. Tarai, Shane Peters, Francisco Sonnemaker, Kevin McGrady, 312, 20? That's when you like this? Oh man! man. Yeah. What a loser! All the stuff that we helped you guys out get started. Oh. Mm. I see how it is. Oh, <laughs> all right, we have Javier Alfredo Z, Choki, Luis Hernandez, Napster Rocks. Wow! <laughs> wow, I haven't heard Napster in a while. Uh, Kishore Kumar, David Kalwiski, Carlos Romero, uh, Robert Brachu. David D.W. Cooper, Danny Carter, John Penny, Jingwei Chen, and that's all of them! Wow, dude. 
Cool. Good freaking job. How long was that? I didn't even know how long that took. I don't I know. should have set a timer. Yeah. You know my yeah. favorite part of that whole thing? What? Occasionally he would get to a name and he's like, I can't pronounce that one. Like he thought he was killing it on all the rest of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get the. <laughs> he had have little streaks there when he was really hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's on and off. There's a lot get, of names. Get toward the end, I thought his head was going to explode. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I, I really love the, the, the guy from Thailand and the guy <laughs> from the Middle <laughs> East. <laughs> Sorry, Google Translate couldn't translate your native um, uh, character set. So, you know, it took me. it told me what language it was at the very least. So I kind of guessed from there. Steve did the best he could. Yes. What's funny is it shows just how vast our hobby is. Mm. Yeah. I'll I recognize a lot start. of those names. Nice. Awesome. All over the world. I don't even know what else is this during our wrap up at this point. Uh, Facebook comments? We had a comment on the last episode. Motion RC with an alpha. From Mike D. He said that uh, one of his favorite freefall episodes of all time, except that Planker guy sucks. Next time Alpha comes on the show, uh, start him talking, and then you guys turn off your microphones. Hugs and kisses from the Planker. Nope, I'm practicing social distancing, so you will need to stay away. Mm-hmm. What were you saying, Andy? Oh, I said we got to do two weeks. We got to uh, do all the comments from... Uh... Episode 216. A lot of comments on that one. Death taxes and podcasting. Get the highlights. Yeah, let's see what the highlights are. I'm sure they're going to include Bill. Actually, it was Rodney Gullett that said, I like the new snake member on the show. His nice work regard, regardless, gentlemen, <laughs> except Kevin. And I, re- brought, I replied, Rodney, is this Bill Ann? <laughs> and he said, no, the snake. And uh, he said there's a hiss on the last two shows. And I was like, oh, damn it, Steve. And uh, he said, oh, damn it, Steve. And Andy said, damn it, Steve. And Steve said, damn it, Steve. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Our buddy Steve Wattenberg commented, isn't Mike D a part of this as well? We all need a planker. And uh, I said, yeah, that's right. But his head is big enough as it is. Uh Uh-huh. And and then somebody free fall RC Steve said, uh, yeah, yeah, don't need to let him know he's part of the crew. As Kevin said, his head's already too big. But that was Dude, after, Mike D. yeah, yeah. You know, most of those guys, um, those, those new members, new lights, are guys out of this group that Mike D and I are in. It's um, the support group for ED and. Some of the nicest people all over the world. <laughs> nice. Really, really been helpful. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> and then Bill said he would like, formally like to announce the creation of Bill and Four, which will include four videos of Kevin playing Arma Four, yelling at Get to the Chopper, screaming politics at people in an Australian accent. <laughs> Please, Jeff, send me the video. <laughs> I'd pay to watch that. I only Australian. wish there was video of that. Oh, my God. We should... Australian. Yeah, and Australian. Yeah. Yeah. Australian. I would love to see that or hear it. Um, well, it was, man, that would have been 
I mean, like we could make that paid content, and I don't think anyone would complain about that. No, no. <laughs> I'd, pay. I'd pay to see it. I'd pay to see it too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's what I saw on Facebook. Uh, real quick. Awesome. Okay. So shall we move it on to website comments then? Sure. All right. Do we have anything? Let's oh, see. geez. I look for those too, don't I? Yeah. So we do have an email. And I think that uh, that counts as a voicemail. I mean, a uh, face uh, website comment. Sorry. Which one's this? Oh, from Daryl. Daryl Thorpe. Podcast question. Uh, ask you about your setup for the podcast. Mostly the to do when guests call in via Skype and join a show. Is there a particular streaming service you guys use for the podcast? Asking for a friend who does his own music podcast wants to keep interviewing with everyone at home. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yes, we, will, we, do we will not be releasing any information on, on how we do the show. Except that we probably release it on like 15 <laughs> episodes before. <laughs> like, probably a, like two yeah. episodes ago. Yeah. Wow. No, no. And, and then and then don't we have an episode of like yeah. how we podcast? Normally, like podcasting. Yeah, no. Um. Yeah. So we are we use Skype. We've actually from day one have used Skype and been continuing nonstop with Skype. I'm sure there's better platforms out there, but it works for us. And you know, at the very um, you know, with guests calling in, we we just you know they'll invite us, share contacts, then we'll get them on the call itself, and. Yeah, you know, as long as I have a decent headset or a yeah. quiet room, it's pretty good. Like, you know, we don't have too much issues with the, the sound quality and stuff. We get all uh, their contact information so we can stalk them later via Skype. Well, Kevin does. I, yeah. I, yeah, I don't bother. I do it in Australia, <laughs> Australian accent. Um, yeah. But we currently <laughs> use, uh, what is it, Skype recorder? I don't know what this is called, Andy. Skype record MP3, uh, MP3 Skype, Skype recorder. Yeah. 4.49. I'm on 4.52. It seems to work okay. Yeah. Yeah, it works they good. Use that. On a Mac, I use just, it's this app just called Call Recorder, and it's something that's, you know, for Skype. Um, and that works really well, and I think it was like a $10 buy-in, you know, and it's unlimited use after that, so. Yeah, and Call Recorder... I mean, mm-hmm. um, the uh, Skype recorder has, um, it's free for 30 hours of recording 30 consecutive days, which we never go over. I haven't gone over yet. I'm sure one day we might. Mm-hmm. But we've tried it. Uh, Pamela and Aver. Aver is a paid program, which worked yeah. really good for the first year. For a while, right? And yeah. And I had an issue with it where it stopped recording my track for some reason uh, way back. Way back when we had Christy Amanti on. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so we kind of moved to this program here. That was that episode, right? Yeah, and that was, that's uh. what prompted us to do backups and get both sides recording. The best way yeah. to do it, Daryl, is to have both sides record their conversation, if possible, and then you'll have to put it together in post. But uh, That's yeah. probably the best for audio. That's the best way to get the best that's quality. The, yes, yeah. best quality, that's the, you know... That's definitely the best way. It is a little more pain to sync up, but you know, if if he does podcasting for a while, he he's used to it, editing that. Yeah. So, uh, as far as streaming services, um, we use Podbean, right, as our host hosted site. Yep. Um, to do the hosting for us and the RSS feed out. Um, there's w- many sites like them, you know, that you can use. 
Um, and then there's also like you can basically build your own web server and host it yourself if you want to do that or on-prem, you know, taking an old machine and, and making it into web server. So there's, there's definitely options. But yeah, Podbean's what we use. Um, so yeah, hopefully uh, this information helps and uh, you can move forward with this audio podcast. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it, right? Yeah. I think that's, that's it. I think that's it. Okay. All right, people, Podbean. What do we got? Uh, we have a few things happening on Podbean. Keith W. and a sitter Lee started following us. Helly Fun liked episode 216, Death Taxes and Podcasting. Uh, Gray Eagle Jr. liked episode 217, Motion RC with Alpha. And Big T, probably stands for Big Tasty. Uh, liked episode 179, Wherever I May Roam. How about that? Put that out of the blue. Mm-hmm. I like it. Nice. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Uh, let's see. Podbean comments. All right. So 11 days ago. S.A. Watt or Sawat or Stephen Wadenberg. This is what you get when Beavis and Butthead grow up. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, I don't get it. I'll take it as a compliment. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Keith W says Servo Center has very little to do with the type of motor. Uh, what a lot of people don't consider about servos is the PID loop. Every servo has one, and it's up to the servo manufacturer to do it right. Uh, you can have the best electronic hardware and the highest quality motor and the highest resolution and the most precise potentiometer, but if the PID loop is poorly optimized and tuned, it can kill the servo's apparent performance in the end. Yeah. Very true. Uh, right? Then yep. that's kind of what I was saying before. Like, the software and the hardware have to work together or right. shit can go wrong. Uh, Gray Eagle Jr., 10 days ago, wrote in, Toilet paper. <laughs> the Bitcoin of choice. Gather around my outside basement and a tail of tails will no ledge jumping for safety. The Strato Podcaster. Community of welcoming. No subtraction is this addition. Dr. Heli Reader. Dr. Hatman on Fire. Dr. Liver and Dr. Hospitality. Certified hobby masters of the advocacy. No including absence of the battery yeah dude i love that guy (laughs) (laughs) that was awesome you gotta read this next um, accent okay uh i'm terrible at this accent but uh luigi nine days ago says my brother mario very much like the joke (laughs) he didn't listen to the whole podcast as his spaghetti was ready to eat that sounds like a William Anthony Italian version. Maybe. I want to know who oh, man. did a whole podcast, Podbean account, just so they could leave this <laughs> comment. Yeah. <laughs> and awesome. I totally forgot what we were joking about, but it was something to do with Luigi and Mario. Yeah. I guess. I don't remember. I said something Either. about Mario. or Lu- No, Luigi. And I said Mario. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jared4454, nine days ago, says, My field has power service. Awesome setup with covers and outlets on every post. If I can charge before I go to the field, I usually don't get through all my batteries before I'm ready to leave. It'll last me all day, and then if I run out, I'll fly my nitro. 
Hell yeah. Nice. Nice. Awesome. Okay. And then we have one final comment. It's from Gray Eagle Jr. Three days ago. Motion. RC. Some said motion is knitting earnings advances. More of the same, but many differences speak of motion is a brain skull, no cracking expansion. Of course, this cost no be a gravity velocity to a hard place. How many ever never endings of white Furby dragon speaking of Mation image? Brain speak. I don't know if I'm supposed to say brain. Again, because of emoji icon, but brain speak, me and or always told, is a greatness over the hills down the many ways, high without any unknown question drugs, dot question mark. Okay. Uh, motion is vation, more cation with many out caution. If the sim by thy knowing, wallet of ignorance be a flowing. <laughs> My meaning is. Insolutable as true and educational, I guess it's like ebonics. Educational, DM this golden carp out the wet places. I don't know what that last bit is. Well, okay, I didn't get any. The end, the end, and and yeah, I didn't get I didn't get most of this. The end, and 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 sometimes you get it. <laughs> But sometimes you just don't. It's right, right. Yeah. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, who left comments. Uh, we really appreciate it. And it was a fun read. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> iTunes reviews. Uh, there's nothing new on iTunes. All right. So drop us an iTunes review, and we'll read the Review in the next episode. Email us at freefrc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash freefrc podcast. Check out our webpage, freefrc podcast dot show. Dot show. Say hi to Rybird. Hi, Chris. Mm-hmm. Flight test forums, off the field, audio and video production, other than flight test podcast, freefrc podcast. Say hi to David Hill, aka Hill the Flyer. Hi, David. Hi, David Hill, a.k.a. Heal the Fire. <laughs> uh, fellow podcasters. Oh, boy. We have the Heliheads podcast. That's Kevin, uh, Scott, and Mike, and sometimes Dan. Mm-hmm. Telerotor podcast. That's Mike and Rich and Robert and Mike. <laughs> nice. BKRC. That's Bert and Kyle. Come on. Roundtable. That's... Fitzterry and Lee. Mr. Voltage. With Bobby Watts. <laughs> All right. Skids up. Skids up is Frank, Javier, Paul, and Scott. Scott Lower. Yes. All right. Invalid. <laughs> Invalid. Invalid. <laughs> Invalid. <laughs> That's what I get for trying to say inverted down under without an accent. <laughs> I freaking can't say it right now. Invalid Inverted down, down under. under. <laughs> Invalid down under. <laughs> Inverted down under. <laughs> That's what Jeff and Ozzy Mozzy. Yeah. AMA podcast. With Matt Ruddick. Okay. And speaking of in, Invalid down under. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Our buddy Bill. Oh, Love you, Trump. Bill. Just another reason not to hug Bill. I don't want to give him the coronavirus. Mm, we're all going to have it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so, yeah, thanks to our listeners. Free our skies, and we'll see you next time. See you. Bye. Goodbye. All those names, man. That was that was insane, dude. I can't uh, believe they died. My head's hurting. That was a lot yeah. of names. Um, dude. Yeah. You um, did great. I wanted to say on the show that I watched uh, Fitz's uh, Fitz's oh, yeah. YouTube channel. And he's been putting together some big stuff, man, like big warbird gasser stuff. Nice. Uh, it's pretty cool. pretty cool, yeah. I can't find his damn channel, though. Now I'm looking through my stuff. Yeah, what's it called again? He has a... Uh, I forget. It's our Fitz. No, it's not Fitz anything. It's like... Oh, Hobby View. Here it is. Oh, Hobby View. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He Hangar 9 Hellcat he just got done putting together. Nice. Uh, and he did the hardcore that, modeler dude. Yeah, and he did a Hangar Nine uh, P forty seven. That was really good too, man. Yeah, and he's dude. He's really he really he puts together a good YouTube channel too. Like he does a lot of video, and it's kind of like he does the voiceover sorta at at times. And and it's really it's really well done, man. Really really easy to watch and cool show, man. I thought about doing that for. Um kind of like the time-lapse build videos instead of using music, just go over like what I'm doing at that point to do voiceovers. Yeah. I think um, I think so they're better than like... It's, it just takes the time, right? It just exactly, takes time. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Um, it takes time, but they're way better. I think yeah. they're way better than just music with like you blazing through a kit real quick and being like, here you go, it's all done, you know? Yeah. Would you guys rather look at a build thread or a build video? Build video... For me, all day long, build I, video. I think initially to build video, but as I'm building it, I probably would look at the thread because the video sometimes either goes by fast. So, so let's let's look at it like this. Andy's not watching any videos. <laughs> yeah, fuck a bunch of build videos. No, no, but like take it out like this. Back in the flight test days, would you watch flight test building a video, like the build video, or would you and build with that, or would you go to their website and look at the step by step build thread? Uh, if they had the thread, I would look at that, but because uh, the video, I kept having to back up and you know rewind. Yeah, I would just pause the build with the video. It's, I would just pause have step, directions you know? or a manual or something. Yeah, for me, I was I'm all video. I'd rather see it, someone do it, and just pause. Like, yeah, okay, we're gonna do this. They they do it, and I just pause, hit the space bar, do it myself, unpause. You know. Yeah, sure. It takes, you know, three days to go through a 30 minute video, but it's like, I don't yeah. know. To me, I find it way easier than having to read. I hate reading. Yeah. And that's part I, of it. I think it depends on what it is, too. Like, a, you know, if it's like a bind and ply plane mm-hmm. or something like that, I'd much, rather, yeah. I'd much rather watch a video of it because it's going to be shorter. Yeah. You know, it's easier to watch like that. But mm-hmm. I think, like, if it's a really extensive build, like a scale build or, say, yeah. um, some kind of scratch build that, takes a long you know it's a longer process I, I, I like being able to just go and look at the pictures and just kind of study them 
Yeah. You know, instead of instead of looking at, you know, pausing the video or something, it's just mm-hmm. it's better if you have a high res picture. Sometimes if it's something you may want to do or, yeah, you know, something like that. I agree. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah. I'm <laughs> sorry. <but> oh jeez. <laughs> I can't. I gotta edit that out. Oh, oh god. Gosh. We've we've crossed the line. <laughs> Yeah, I think there's definitely a little oh, bit of a shit. line cross there. The words oh. of Kevin do not necessarily represent the views of all of them. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. Look at the document. Joining. Yo. What's up, man? How's it going? How's that new microphone? It's not going that well because I don't have it yet. They didn't freaking ship it. That's freaking crazy. <laughs> it's still in China. Sounds like yeah. you're on your laptop microphone. I might be. Can you hear this? Probably shouldn't bang on my laptop like that. <laughs> well, we had two guys at our office that thought they got the virus, and one guy's fine. And I said, yeah, there's still something else wrong with him. <laughs> <laughs> Name that tune. I don't know. I'm terrible at those, though. What is it? I think it. I don't think it was German band. The singer's like four foot. <laughs> I could name it if it was something I'd ever heard before in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, you guys are bad at this. I've never heard of this fucking thing. You said some <laughs> random German band. Oh, no one's ever heard of. Video is hysterical. All right, where's George? What are we going to do for the thousand box thing? I don't know. No idea. I just clicked yeah. one of the ones in the thing. Hey. Yeah, you sent it to his old one. Okay, yeah, here we go. I didn't know he had can, two. Can you hear yeah. me? I yes, hear sir. You. Oh, you called the old one. The other one. Yeah. Just I used to use two. Old ones out of the chat. And, uh, yeah, the other one says, like, tired iron. It's, like, the logo. This one has mm-hmm. like the holly. Yeah, I used to use it when I were, was doing the uh, live cast as a video feed. Don't we go through this like every three months? Why is this <laughs> shit <do>. so complicated? <laughs> or Twitter. It's just too much to keep track of. I have Facebook. That's enough. Yeah, it's too much. That's too much. I'm looking up. Talk about other shit. Classic TikToks and Instagram, Twitter. Should I? <laughs> I'm just gonna add it at the end of the document here. Let's you see don't what tweet, Andy. You're not no. a, a Twitter. It. No, I'm not a twatter. You're not a twatter. Oh, I was trying to get the whole thing. I was drinking one night and quit all over myself. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, shit! I hit 52 and started doing that without even out without without drinking. 
when you get the laughing or something. Just during yeah, the day, all of a sudden. Boop. Slip up on you. Sorry. Oh, Kevin McGrady. Uh-huh. Three twelve twenties when he liked our page, huh? Should give him some major shit. Does he have a daughter, Rosie? <laughs> Why? Rosie O'Grady? All right. What's so, where's dude? I don't know. <laughs> Google it. I can't exp- explain it. <laughs> what? You're just striking old, out left and right, Kevin. What old shit are you pulling out of your Jesus. ass? All right. So it's a little dated. 1896. You weren't even born. 1896. You talking about the bourbon? This is Black and White Movie, right? Oh, shit. You guys don't know this song? I can't believe it. I just listened to this last week. Turn it up. You guys, you guys need to like get they'll, educated. They'll get it here in a minute, surely. All right, forget it. Oh my god, this is gonna be a hard one. Oh, how are you gonna play the music long enough? We'd be looped forever. I'd loop it. Or I'll slow it, it down really <laughs> slow, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, imagine that. Really slow and me trying to speak as fast as possible to read all these. I would just be so wrong. <laughs> you know, because you go to some. When I hear hey, that I music, think... I think of the speeded up video of Benny Hill running around. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. You like know what? Demonic. You know what we can do? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're waiting for you to say it. Should let you read them all? No. Okay. Let Steve read off a name, and then we'll take turns making up a title for him. Oh, Jesus. This is a four-hour show. Yeah, I know. It'd be awesome. <laughs> I used to go through all the employee pictures, me and two or three of them. And I'd show them up on the big screen. And I'd just go through them. We didn't know who their names were or anything. I mean, every once in a while, we didn't know one of them. You know, out of 15,000 people. But it, as soon as their picture pop up, popped up, I'd give, I'd psychoanalyze them and just tell about all their different quirks. And I was, that, it was just, it was hilarious. <laughs> nice. So, nice. So we could do like an audio version of that just by the name. Well, the song that I use is a minute long. So we'll I'll probably be <laughs> looping it, looping it. Yeah, that's funny. Would April Fool's coming up reminded me of uh, when I did card access for Avis's corporate office in New Jersey? There was this guy that was a head of security, and he was a freaking mouth breather, dude. He was so ancient, and the head of security, and he got locked into the computer room. For like an hour, they had to come let him out. And when I went there on a service call, he was like, I was standing here and, and the, the motion detector wasn't push, picking me up and the, the mag locks wouldn't disengage. And I, I pointed to the, right next to the door and I said, well, did you push this button that says push to exit? Because <laughs> by code, that has to be there to break power locally. Right. And he was like, oh, I didn't even see that. And I'm thinking, you're the frick. A toaster would give this guy a problem. <laughs> 
So <laughs> it was April Fool's Day, and um, I was real good friends with one of the guys that worked there. And he actually got clued me into the Green Pond space back in the day uh, before we even got up there. So I said to him, I said, Chris, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to write a script. They had like a thousand employees. And I said, I'm going to take, and they used, and his big thing was the security station. Like when people badged in in the morning at the desk, you know, their picture popped up on the screen. And so for mm-hmm. April Fool's, I was going to write a script to change everybody's picture to his. So oh, when everybody yeah. badges in, it would be him. <laughs> and, he, and he was like, do not do that, dude. <laughs> you will be fired immediately. Dude, I think you'd send that guy over the edge, too. 